Blog Talk Radio. Soldiers dying every day. You keep sending them 
mouth. I want to send 5,000 killers to Zimmerman's house. The Rockefellers in the Bush family in the same box, G. Henry Ford, all of them supported the Nazis. Members of the Tea Party still telling black jokes. You wearing the clothes, but the designer hates black folks. Reporters want to get dirt. Sound bites and excerpts. CNN must mean corrupt news network. Lost every dime you had riding with the wrong stock. Made in USA is dead. China got it on lock. Lost your 401k and all the paper you was holding. Cause you invested in something somebody else was controlling. They make it go up or down. Rise high, fall deep. The market's manipulated by people on Wall Street. Talk about the Middle East like America's airless university campus and movie theater terrorists. True devil is temperament. The government is infamous. Ask them what they do to Guantanamo Bay prisoners. They dominate the airwaves and lie to the listeners. Presenting false information intended to condition us. The black man thinking slavery is the evidence. Most don't understand what the Willie Lynch let them in. Centuries of self-hate and division of blacks. Now they twist the difference between racism and fact. We read the Declaration of Independence with blinders. There were nine Freemasons among the 56 signers. In 1870, along came the Shriners, a higher order of masonry with a secret behind them. The sword on the logo, it speaks for itself, meaning anyone who tells the secret is put to death. Who is Hiram Abyss? What's his true identity? The devil's agenda be to kill us mentally continually. The wolf in sheep's clothing who fabricated divinity. The enemy who murders through lies, science, and chemistry. Trickery and industry. For power, they forever plot. You went to war to fight for a freedom that you never got. Dirty chess moves executed by the hidden hand. Now they plotting on a way to go to war with Iran. Same game used again. Same wicked methods born. Just like Paul Wolfowitz had done before a desert storm. The government is broke. They can't cater to your needs. Planned Parenthood persuading to kill your future seeds. The school system misleads. They money hungry savage vultures. If you chase the greed, you better get you one in agriculture. Now it's questions in the music. Are you in that other mix? Why the hell you covering your eyes and throwing up the six? Did you give your soul away? A price that you cannot afford? Did you take from Satan what you could have got from the Lord? God is DNA. Baffling it might seem. His existence is rooted in the number 19. His origin comes from where the mathematics say it's from. D the fourth letter. N is 14 and A is 1. Who prevailed in the end? The divine or the evil? This war that's going on is for the minds of the people. Calamities keep increasing. World confusion bound and deep. And nobody can take control of their surroundings if they sleep. You don't see it, but it's right there in front of you. Left side, right side, over you and under you. You don't see it, but it's right there in front of you. Right side, left But it's right there in front of you Left side, right side, over you and under you You don't see it, but it's right there in front of you Okay.
All right, all right, all right. Let's see what we got here. We had some difficulties this morning, y'all. You see what I got. Nine, what is this? 908 area code. Let me do a test real quick. Mic check. 908 area code. Can you hear me? Hey, peace, Jesus. You're all uh, loud and clear. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. So I some problems this morning, man. How, how the mic sound? Mic sound good? Yeah, you sound perfect. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you know, it's my, I haven't been on in a while, so I got to uh, get back into the groove of things a little bit. No, I'm glad, I was glad to see the email. Uh, I, I miss your broadcast, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening? Long time over here. I got to... You know, good man. Uh, putting in work. Yeah, what was that? Streaming. Yeah, yeah. I've been streaming trying online and everything. How you like that? It's fun. It's fun. I, like I said, man, I'd love to. I'd love to interview you because it's gonna be a fun conversation. And like, I'm looking to discuss all this shit. Like, sort of like you, aside from like the the process and focus on the mentality. Like the, uh, because I think the like, mentality behind all of this. Yeah, like I want to, I want to like have conversations with all different types of people who have found a balance between like material success and spiritual success. I feel like that's like because I think that's like the most important thing, especially like I'm, I'm in a, these I'm groups. I'm gonna tell of, you this. I, I, I think that the secret the big secret to all of that is that you can only have material success when you have spiritual success, because see, exactly. this is just what I'm glad you brought this up. This is what I'm, uh, I did a video, um, that was on slavery. Uh, you know, Kanye West yes. came out and said that slavery I, is a I choice. Love that video. <laughs> Man, people pissed off. All my, both, all my friends, my close friends, I've been knowing for 40 years, pissed off with me. They pissed off. Are we going to take your black card? You know, uh, you know all it is, and I'm I'm like, man, I see, man, I've been doing things for four. You know, we've been knowing each other forty years. How y'all going to hurt my feelings and everything? Y'all don't understand what I'm talking about. And um, I love when you break that, that stuff thing, down. Though, I, I love. Oh no, I'm just saying, I, lo- I love when you because I like I, I watched a lot of you know videos on YouTube because pe- you know people were just showing the interview, but I like I, I love when you take shit like that and. Like pause it and break it down as it goes on because I, I don't think enough people like do that and I love it like yeah well I got it from some people I didn't make it up you know I you know I saw some <laughs> other cats doing it on the internet and I decided to take it I thought it was you know and I enjoy listening to them so uh, you know I thought I would uh, try to do it myself but let me talk about that real quick everyone um, is slavery a choice is slavery a choice you know and a lot of people. They say, you know, hell no, slavery is not a choice. It's, uh, you know, we, we were forced into slavery. And we're talking about spirituality right now. Okay. And if you, and that is the problem um, with, with, with topics like this, because the people who are listening and being judgmental are not spiritual. And let me say, and, and let me go scientific because, you know, I don't want to come off as religious. So I'm going to get deep with everybody. I'm going to give you the laws of the universe, how the laws of the universe operate. You're going to find this in all esoteric circles. 
Okay, and there's a mental, spiritual, and physical plane. Okay, a mental, spiritual, and physical plane. And the physical plane is the uh, is the plane of effects. There's a there's a thing called cause and effect. Cause and effect. Okay. When you when you look on the physical plane and you look at the condition of a single individual or a group of people, you can start to read their spirit, okay, where their mind was at, what what level they are vibrating at. This is also I think you have in the Bible, um, you know, like in Genesis fifteen thirteen, where there were these uh uh, prophecies about a people being enslaved for 400 years, and after that, they shall have come out with great sustenance. When you get into the uh, Emerald Tablets of Thoth, Thoth mm-hmm. teaches you the uh, keys to prophecy is cause and effect. The keys to prophecy is cause and effect. Every effect has a direct cause. Every direct cause has a direct effect. This gives order to the universe. So we're talking about cause and effect. So for a prophecy to be made, when they made this prophecy about a people getting away from the laws of God, okay, I you can prophesize what's going to happen to that people because there is a corresponding effect associated with that. Now, when you look back in Egypt, and a lot of people like to focus on black people as far as 400 years in slavery and things like that, when that's just a bump in our history. Our history uh, you know, extends back millions of years past that, okay? But something happened on this planet. There was some great uh, catastrophe that occurred on this planet. You see this by the evidence of all of the um, uh, ancient civilizations all over the planet that are just empty. They're just gone. Mm -hmm. And we're digging around trying to figure out, you know, what the civilization was about, what happened. Obviously, there was some global catastrophe or something happened on this planet where all the civilizations disappeared at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. There are many proponents said that there was a, a meteor shower that hit the planet, knocked out, you know, wiped out all the dinosaurs. Some say that there was a uh, a shift on of the planet's uh, planetary axis that brought uh, brought about a uh, global winter storm and wiped everything out. Right. You know, whatever. Uh, there's some that says the ancient civilizations were highly techno uh, highly technological, and they had the science of uh, uh, atomic, uh, you know. Uh, nuclear right, right. nuclear bombs mm-hmm. and so forth Excision. and destroyed each other. Mm-hmm. This is why you see deserts in Egypt and things like this. So there are many different things we can speculate about um, as to what happened to the ancients and they disappeared. Uh, one thing that uh, pr- seems to be pretty clear is that the survivors of this went underground in the caves and migrated out into different areas of the uh, planet. And this is what you're seeing when you look at Africans uh, in Africa and everything after they migrated away from Egypt and started carrying uh, the vestiges of the things they learned and it started materializing yep. in their religion, like the Oroba religion and things of this nature and many other different uh, uh, outcrops of different religions and so forth. But I'm saying this to say all this, because what does it have to do, Yusuf, with us? You know, you're talking about slavery. Well, when a, <laughs> when a people's mentality starts to vibrate very low, okay, they start attracting circumstances, uh, certain circumstances to themselves. It, it, it's not that I'm, like, saying this. I'm just giving you what the law says. That's what the law of the universe says. There's no, you know, way to, for me to 
You know, I argued with my friends two hours. They say, man, why y'all argue with me? Y'all? I kept asking them. I said, because I teach them how to go out and make money for themselves. And, you know, using the law of attraction. Right. They cool with that. As long as the law of attraction is utilized to go out and be successful in life, like you just said, okay, that's fine. But when you start talking about other situations like slavery, was a child raped, uh, where, you know, because that's their favorite thing, rape, you know, they're going to bring that up all mm-hmm. the time. Whose fault is it that someone gets raped? And if you tell them it's their fault, they're going right. to really start. Uh, you're a, you're a <laughs> sadistic, uh, you're a sadistic. You know, they start going, I'm, and, you know, and I have to give them answers like this, you know, because I say, look. They're thinking on a mortal level. <laughs> they're thinking on a mortal level. Okay, it works mental, yep. spiritual, mm-hmm. physical. Everything has a mental and spiritual body before it has a physical body. Everything. There's nothing in existence that doesn't have that first. So your thoughts create things. Your thoughts take get a mental body. Okay, they get a spiritual body, and then they come down into the physical. Okay, this is why you can think things into existence. This is what the law of attraction is all about. So whatever situation you're in, you are the one that created it. It can be no other way. Okay, and this is what Kanye West was uh, talking about. He said, he said, we can create our own realities. Telling this man this, he don't understand what the hell he's talking about. All he knows is, Kanye, you didn't change on me, bro. You didn't came something I don't recognize, you know, and it's like, you know, and these people, you know, and everybody jumps on the bandwagon. And that is the herd. This is what they're talking about in the Bible. And they say, let the heathens rage. I understand. Absolutely. So it was a, an epiphany to me uh, when they talk about the heathen, because a heathen is a person who don't follow the law. And everybody out That's there right. is basically making these comments are individuals who do not follow any kind of law whatsoever. Not natural, not physical, not anything. They don't have any type of uh, self-law governing themselves that they're aware of or been taught about or anything like that. And when you bring it to them, they begin to rage. They begin to rage. Mm-hmm. This is what it means. Heathens rage. They get mad and everything. And I'm like, I'm just giving you the truth, okay? I'm not. It's not that I condone slavery. It's not that I condone the, the 400 years of abuse. Uh, that our people went through, you know, or anything like that. I'm not condoning any of those, uh, any of that activity. All I'm doing is right. giving you the fact. The fact of the matter is that this is how it works. Okay, it works this way, and it and it works that way whether you're ignorant of the law or not. The law, you know, they just say ignorance of the law is no excuse. Okay, <laughs> we got we're ignorant of these laws and how everything operates and everything, and they devolve down on us unaware. So. If you are out there thinking negatively, and that's all I saw on that show was negativity. You see the people negative, getting upset, everything is yeah. negative. Just all the individuals who are It's easier to be a victim. It's easier to be a victim. It's easier to be a victim instead of taking control of your own life, instead of understanding what type of power you have. And then even when the Christians, they come at me, I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I can read in your Gospels probably about 10 different places. Where Jesus talks about how much power you have, you know, He said, "You tell this mountain to be cast into the sea, and do not doubt it in your heart, but believe the things that you have said have happened. Nothing shall be impossible for you." And you know, you got yep. you got that. He said that like three times. The kingdom of heaven is in you, Luke seventeen twenty one. You know, he just kept over oh, and over and over. And I can see what he went through because it's like if you sitting here, man, he's like, "Damn, I'm trying to talk to these," you know, you know. And then that's why you get in Matthew ten fifteen. He said, "Do not go to the Gentiles, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house." Because a Gentile is a person who's not under the law. 
So the first thing Let's Jesus in, in Matthew ten fifteen, he gave instructions to his disciples, go to, you know, don't go to the Gentiles or the Samaritans, but go ye rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Okay. And the house of Israel are those who are governed by the laws, the 613 laws yeah. in the book of Leviticus and so forth. And I can understand why. Because every time I people also, got away, because this is another thing that's confusing to people, because they read the Bible and they say, okay, why are you using the Bible? Because in the Bible, it's talking about the same thing. They're just using different terminology. Exactly. In the Bible, they're using God, Lord. Instead, of, They'll use the word Lord, and Kanye West is yep. using universe. Okay, yep. the universe told me to do this. But in the Bible, they don't well, use the word universe. We don't word universe back then. Okay, so they use the word Lord. Lord is something that governs everything. So they refer to it as Lord. The Lord has spoken. Because when the Lord speaks, that is a law. All those 613 laws are immutable because it says also in the Bible, my, war, my word shall not come back to me void. Everything that was brought into creation was brought into creation by speaking it into existence. And when the creator yep. speaks something into existence, there's not another power in the universe that can change it. So there was this design of laws that were put on the planet. This is when you look at Proverbs 9.1, when it says wisdom has built her house and has hewn out yes. her seven pillars. Pillar is something that holds everything up. So we're talking about mentalism, correspondence, vibration, polarity, uh, cause and effect, rhythm, and gender, which is the uh, masculine and feminine principles. All right, so these principles, once you master these principles, which everybody should do, that what I've been talking about, it, that you see everywhere, if you look at the legal maxims, you should make that a practice of uh, looking at the maxims and seeing if you can categorize them with each of the laws and everything, which is the natural law principles, because all law is based off of natural law. It has to be. Positive law is Absolutely. based off natural law. Anybody been with me long enough to see my chart of the outline of the law, and you'll see that at the very top is natural law, and right under that is positive law, which is man-made law. Okay, so I have it on my wall, man. Every, <laughs> everybody got to know the Jews, you know, they have a bar mitzvah and a bat mitzvah, okay, which is son of the covenants and daughter of the covenants, which at that age, they're responsible for the laws of God. But we don't have anything like that within our race of people. So when you come to them and start talking about, okay, you didn't hear not, not one person talk about God, in none of these conversations, you won't hear not, none of them say anything about God or, you know, what did God have to do about this? You know, what did, why, why did God allow this to happen? You know, as if God was capricious in his decision to allow you to go into slavery when he told you, like in the book of Genesis, he said, if you do not follow my, my, uh, my precepts, okay, this is what's going to happen to you, and this is what you see. So, that is the biblical way of saying it. If you went into ancient Egypt and Samaria, how they would say is, hey, look, you know, you need to follow my art, okay? And mm -hmm. if you don't, okay, there is going to be a certain effect that is associated with that. So when you look all over the planet, everybody has these different religions, and more people pay more attention to the, uh, to the, uh, to the uh, form rather than the substance. Yes. Right? They want to see what well, the prophet said this and what said this, but they're not listening to what any of them said. You know, oh, well, that's that Buddha stuff. Buddha talked just like Jesus. I read both of them. <laughs> yeah. They went off yep. Scientology. Let me talk about Scientology for a second. I got a guy, you know, he's on he's on YouTube. He's going off on me. You don't know shit about Scientology. Look, nigga, I read Dianetics from cover to cover. <laughs> it started off at the beginning of the book explaining to you what the analytical and the uh, reactive mind is, that's the conscious and subconscious. He didn't gave these descriptions. I didn't even get the impression 
and reading Dianetics in no kind of way that it is a religion. Okay, it don't even when you read Dianetics, it seems like you in college yeah, reading true. a psych- psychology book. Okay, yep. that's all Philosophy. it is. The relig- yep. no other well, religious the religious overtones or connotation to it comes in when they start because when they do this thing called taking you back down your memory because the crux of it is is that you never forget anything which is true because we have something called the Akashic Records. They don't use the word Akashic Records, though. But every second of everybody's life is recorded. In the Bible, they call it the Book of Life. They don't use the word Akashic Records. This is why we're not talking astrology. Because if if everyone knew astrology, they would know. This This is why we're not taught the science of astrology as important as it is, because if you understood your north, your north node, south node bounds, that's, it's like you'd understand that you came here with the knowledge from your past lives that you're supposed to utilize and bring in and maximize in this life. It's like, and that's, you know, they what, take away that's all, what they were basically, they, well, they were based, well, this called a veil. When you get into different mm-hmm. um, uh, esoteric schools, they say lifting veils. Okay. The yes. reason you can't access your memories because there's a veil. And Tahuti talks about this in, at length in the Emerald Tablets about lifting these different veils. But Buddha even says something beautiful. He said every time another veil, li- uh, a veil lifts, there's another veil behind it, and which is yep. another way of saying that knowledge is forever. You're going to be ever be learning. Once you learn something, there's going to be something else. There's going to be a mystery. You've got to learn about that. There isn't any end to it. There's no destination. There's only a journey. Okay. It's like knowledge is forever. Knowledge is eternal. Knowledge yes. is going to keep going and learning and learn. The universe is um, is uh, doesn't have any bounds to it. Okay, it's a boundless universe, and you're a boundless being. Right? You have infinite capabilities. You have a will, and you're capable of doing everything. This is what I mean when I come on and I say peace to the gods. I'm calling you gods mm-hmm. and everything because you have within you infinite capabilities. There are no limits to anything that you can do. OK, but this is this is this is in realization. He talks about um, Alistair Crowley. We got into some discussions mm-hmm. about that. It's amazing how many people have never read any of his information. I've been reading. I was reading Alistair read. Crowley before I knew people associated him with some sort of demon or something like that, because I was right. years and years and years ago when I first was introduced to all of this. I used to go to esoteric bookstores and read various authors and S.L. Mathers, he is the, uh, uh, the creator of the uh, Order of the Golden Dawn, okay? And then uh, Aleister Crowley was a member of that. And when you read his books, Aleister Crowley, they say, do what thy wilt, be the whole of the wall, law. That's called the Thelema, okay? The Thelema. And what that is, is is that your will, do what thy wilt, what that means is, is that you have a will, Okay, you have a you have like a uh, uh, purpose here, and nobody should be able to infringe upon that. Okay, when somebody starts infringing upon that, there's restrictive. He, that's what he said. Religion, he hate religion. They call him the evilest, the wickedest man alive because he went at religion so tough. He went at Christianity tough. You know, he's like this is restrictive. So they say, oh, this is the most wicked and evil man alive. But when I start reading it, and he do have some crazy things because you know he's into like sex magic. And they yeah, use this word Lucifer Crowley. a lot. And even though in Genesis, in a book of Revelations, Jesus is called Lucifer because it means bright and morning star. They actually got some right. Bible that translated to say, I, Jesus, am <laughs> Lucifer. And got that in the book of Revelations. And people have taken that word out of context. And it's really a case of judgmental people who have been taught religion, who have formed 
a idea in their mind of what good and evil is, even though in Isaiah chapter 47, uh, God said, I create good and evil. I create that was another evil. way of saying like in esoteric schools, there's no such thing as good and evil because everything comes from the one. Everything, there's nothing could exist in, 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 in Arabic or in, uh, the, in the Quran. It said nothing would exist if Allah had not created it. There's nothing that comes yes. into this existence unless it is spoken into existence by one point, and that is the source, what they call source, or God. Okay, nothing came into this existence. There was nothingness before. You, there was no thing before you had something, and then no That's thing it. at that point, which is incomprehensible to us, because no thing the mortal everything. mind cannot <laughs> circumscribe the infinite. The finite cannot circumscribe the infinite. So you can't conceptualize God and everything because as a finite being, okay, you cannot, in this state you're finite. You're really infinite as well because you're part of the all. But in this Absolutely. state that you're in with this veil that's lifted, you cannot circumscribe the infinite until you merge back in with the infinite, which is, of course, the uh, goal in a lot of esoteric circles and so forth when you read their material. But you can't circumscribe. You can't conceptualize God. It's too. It's too. It's too no. vast. It's too. It's too. It's too. You know, no one has attempted to do it. Not even the greatest minds throughout history have attempted to. You know, That's conceptualize one of our biggest issues. Our biggest issue is we're trying. We all like. We all tried to describe something and agree on something that we'll never be able to put into words and miss the fact that we're trying to do something that. <laughs> Somehow, all of us feel inside of us. We might call it different things or not know how to describe it, but we totally miss the fact that we all obviously have this thing inside of us that we're trying to express in, in words, and we're missing the fact that the issue is we can't express it in words. We should be fo- focusing on the fact that we all have it inside of us. Like, you know, I, I this is it, where the, this is where they call awareness, and I'm gonna tell you when it started changing for me. It, 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 it's real subtle at first. A lot of people are not aware yes. of their power. Like, for instance, I, I discovered um, early on uh, an awareness about the power of sperm, meaning I used yep. to notice, and some athletes do this too, and on the weight pile they notice, they, they know that don't ejaculate because you'll lose testosterone or, you know, uh-huh. things like this, but, they don't, the, the, but the people on the weight pile don't, don't talk about how it affects you mentally, but I, I would notice a drop-off in any type of physical, uh, in the performance of any type of physical activity that I did if I had ejaculated sometime prior, all right? And then yep. so I started, you know, and then you start testing it. You know, you say, okay, well, let me not do it, and let me see what happened, and let me do it. This, this is the scientific mind at work, and then, you, and then how you know it is because it's consistent. It's that way with money. Okay, if you look in like Think and Grow Rich, they talk about sexual transmutation yep. of sexual energy and so forth. You start going and doing the research, you see all these wealthy men all saying the same thing. All right, you know, uh, 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 what you call it? What's his name? Uh, and wrote saying Think and Grow Rich. He said basically that uh, you know, the reason that most men are successful Hill. until after 40 years old, because it's not until after 40 years old that you learn how to start controlling yourself and not expending Control. so much of your. <laughs> feed on women and everything, chasing women. And this is also why they, in the ancients, they say you're not a man until you turn 40 years old. That's why you see this number 40 yep. keeps cropping up. 40, 40, mm-hmm. 40, 40, 40, 40 keeps on cropping up. It is. So, and trying to see well, you know, people funny who you have said that. Been... Go well, ahead. I, I've taken on that practice. In fact, it was actually like um, one of your shows a few months ago that really like, because I had toyed with it, um, but 
Like, call I don't know, no like, fab. Like, on the internet, they call it no yep. fab. They call yeah, it no, no fab. fab. Exactly. And, but, like, you kind of brought it back home to me, and, like, I've been practicing that for a while now, and it does. It's like, you know, and also, yeah, it's you like, can. when you, you really think. Hmm? Oh, go on. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Like, Finish your thought. It, it really, like, when I, because when you think of yourself, like, there's nothing godly. There's nothing virtuous. When you, if you picture yourself outside yourself, sitting in front of a fucking screen, watching unnatural acts like that, and playing with yourself, like that's gross. That's not godly. And I'm not saying like I hadn't done that in the past. Like I'm not like condemning it or condoning. Like you said, like there's no point in condemning or condoning. I'm just honest with myself about what it said about me, and you know, and so I. And doing differently changes everything. Like you said, it's like it, it changes. Like you know, I'm better in the gym. My my head's clear. Like you know, it's you know, women want you more. You know, it's just it, it changes everything. And it makes sense that like you know, saving what that is when you consider what that actually is, it it, it makes perfect sense. It's like your body will tell you, your mind, you know, that you're doing the right thing. Yusuf? Yusuf, you there? Oh, did he get dropped? Oh, yeah, sorry. I was sorry to take it so uh, graphic. But, yeah, that is the way I think. <laughs> if anyone's out there, it definitely does help. Um, but it's hard to discipline, for sure. And, uh, but anything uh, worth doing usually takes some effort. Um, what I really was, uh, you were talking about before about, you know, the laws and like, what I noticed in the Bible is the the difference between like when, like the prophets talk about laws, they talk about keeping the laws and not following the laws, which I, I also, you have to keep the, you you have to keep the law. Okay. You have to keep the law and 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 that's where people keeping the law is different than following. Because if you're following someone else, it means you're not keeping the law for yourself. You're going. You're not feeling it for yourself. To keep you're the not law doing anything keep... for yourself. You're just. You're just. Right. You're just a fault. You just wanted the herd, and that's what Kanye was talking about. You know, you come out the heathens' right. rage. They come out, and you and you start talking to people who haven't read anything. I like you know people talk about Scientology. Have you read any of their stuff? Have you read anything with L. Ron Hubbard? Well, they believe in extraterrestrials. You know all the people that are coming forth in government. I've been studying extraterrestrials for 30 years. 30 years I've been studying it. We used to have a bookstore here called the Sphinx Bookstore down in um, down in Piedmont Park that all of the big heads, Bobby Hemmett used to be there. Me and Bobby Hemmett got into a debate in, I think, 1992, 1993. This is how far I go back as well. Wow. When he was discussing going up to the mothership. Prophet Muhammad talk about a mothership, things like this. You got other people and organizations talk about extraterrestrials. The Nuwabi Nation talk about extraterrestrials. There's a whole bunch of now government officials are coming forth, discussing it every day, talking about and, and the Bible talks about it too. You got Ezekiel's will. Okay, they got pictures of it on the wall and everything in ancient Egypt. Okay. Yep. But the thing about it is in the Bible they didn't call them extraterrestrials. They called them Malaki, a Malikati. Yeah. Which you translated like today and called an angel. Mm-hmm. You call them angels and what? everything. So this is this 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 is the this is the this is the thing that is hard to reconcile with people 
is that they use certain words and certain descriptive terms right, to, right. to con- try to convey a message. And this is why when you start really, really studying um, spirituality, you start looking at all of the religions as kind of primitive. You look at them as primitive. Right. The, you know, you'd be like, man, whoever gave this description was primitive as hell. You know, it's like, it's like if you take a, if you, if me and you were to go back in time and we took all of our modern day stuff, our cell phone, our, you know, our TV, you know, our laptop, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, some sort of uh, 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 helicopter or whatever. We take this back in time. Okay. 2000 years. Okay. And then somebody sees it. And then we say, I, I tell him, I said, say, man, okay, I, I need to prove that we're here. I need you to write down everything that you see. Just like in the book of Revelations, when uh, Isa or the Messiah Jesus talked to the prophet John and to, or the disciple John and told him, and say, look, I want you to write down what you see. All right. Okay. And he wrote down what he saw, but he could only use words to refer to what he saw right. in, in, in his terms. Like if he saw a helicopter in the future, it looked like an iron locust. If you saw a nuclear warhead <laughs> hit, hit the ground, he would say a star hit the ground and so forth. And this is what the problem is because people, once you get these keys and you begin to understand, this even helped me with the Emerald Tablets of Thought when uh, they talk about lifting veils and everything. I didn't know for the longest what that meant. Then I began to understand what these veils meant and everything. You, start, you, you could actually feel yourself elevating spiritually when you read enough when you start, you, really when you do comparative religious study, because yes. um, what's happened with the religions is the, the authors of all these different religions injected their, description, their descriptions or their beliefs and what they saw or what was read or interpreted in a certain way according to, um, you know, uh, the descriptive terms of the time and so forth. Now, 2,000 yes. years, 6,000 years, we try to use that same descriptive term, and it's like it's confusing people, like – I come to people all the time. I say, okay, you go in the book of uh, Genesis. It says, let us create man in our image and after our likeness. Yes. The word there in Hebrew is the word Elohim, which is the plural. It should read, let the God, the God mm-hmm. said, let us create man in our image and after our likeness. Then you go to Genesis 3.22, you'll see, because so, somebody said, well, they talk about, he was talking about Alistair Crowley said that he called himself the serpent in the garden. I said, well, the reason mm-hmm. why is because the serpent is, when you look in esoteric circles, the serpent is giving um, a lot of credit for freeing man. Because in the, in the, in the garden, he told him, uh, did God don't know, tell you don't eat from the fruits of the tree? And he said, yeah. He said, and they said, yeah. He said, well, you know, it's not true. You will not surely die. God don't know that in the day you eat thereof, you shall be as gods knowing good and evil. Yes. And then you see that confirmation in Genesis 3.22. God confirms it. He said, look, the man has become as one of us. Now let's move him, remove yep. him from the tree so he doesn't take the tree of life and live forever. Okay, so you, exactly. see, you see all this, and this is what's happening, the confusion with esoteric circles and religion is because the religion have ascribed certain titles to certain in the book like these elohim they've ascribed the title to the creator of the boundless universe even though whoever is talking in genesis is asking questions who are you where you been who told you that you know all of this kind of stuff right here is going on you know ain't nowhere in there that you see that that snake is called the devil 
it, you know, it's, and people nope. have found out that it's really two different books. There's a creation story in there that matches all the other yes. creation stories on the planet that come prior to it and so forth. So when you study right. this and everything, these is what you begin to see. And then you try to convey that to a person that is religious, who is who has not even read their own book. OK, the, mo- the majority of wow. people you're going to encounter in religion have not even read their own book. They are going 100 percent of what someone told them. See, but you, that's how people are. Like, people, like, you could even take that to, like, what bothers me, even on a less spiritual level, on the tangible level, when people talk about politics and holding their lawmakers avail, um, accountable and blah, 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 yet not one of them knows the law. Meanwhile, like, you're talking about holding a lawmaker accountable. Like, how do you plan on... That's why I did this university, because (laughs) if you got somebody who don't even understand the Constitution or how government is set up, okay, and then they try to do a secure party process, that's that's why in the secure party process there's so many people blaming government. government. When government is a reflection of the people, if the government is corrupt, it's because the people are corrupt. Because the people you select from the government are coming from the people. So when a nation becomes corrupt, their their government becomes corrupt. And that's what you see. You're looking at a nation full of people who are lawless, you know, and lawless in the sense that I'm talking about in terms of natural law. I'm not talking about positive law. They don't have anything that's really governing themselves. Uh, You look at the divorce rate. Okay, divorce, it tells you in the Bible, yeah, man, let no man separate what God put together. You got all these women, we weren't equally yoked. We were not equally yoked. They'll come up with their own damn excuse. You know, my neighbor right now, he's going through a divorce. This, This man has never cheated on his wife. He got two children. I watch him. He is like the squarest guy. And he is the only person (laughs) that I knew of that gave me hope about relationships. I was looking at this cat. I'm like, damn, man. I'm like, you know, it's like, damn, there is hope, man. You know, there's somebody that stayed married. He's a young cat and everything. And, you know, I talked to him 101. I'm like, man, you don't cheat on your wife or nothing? No, man, I don't cheat on my wife, man. It's, no, you know, that's adultery. I'm not going to cheat on, you know, it's how he talk. You know, he talk like this. So, you be, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking at him like, damn, I said, that's a good thing. You know, I'm like, but I'm, you know, I'm like, damn, this guy hard to believe. This dude is just really, believe- he, he is really faithful to his wife. He is honest and everything. Okay. She then went and um, did something, then started a relationship with somebody. She got two kids now. And, I know what it was, though. What it was is that women, they will claim they want certain men. This is why they like thugs and, and bad boys. But want the, power. The, nice, the, nice, the <laughs> nice characteristic does not jive with women that well. You know, if you, you know, if a woman can just, you know, just kind of run over you, do what she want to do, or, you know, he didn't, the women had cheated on him, he didn't took them back and all kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, well, you know, people, they can kind of like... That, you know, people but, look but at the etymology of that word. Yeah, nice guys finish last for a reason. Yeah, nice guys finish last and so forth. But I can see what it is. But the thing is that this guy, he's he's a good guy, and you know. But it right. tells you in the Bible. I told him. He said, "I said, who, who, I said, who instituted the uh, divorce?" And she did. I said, "Well, let her do it because if they, these people, they Christians and everything, tell them in their Bible about divorce and everything, they don't follow it." They don't follow none of it, and right. they don't think that there is any type of um, effect with that, okay? And that's what I'm trying to say. There's a cause and effect right. to everything. There's a cause and effect. Well, okay, I love you how you highlight that. 
if you break you, an you, oath, you, there's you an effect. To it. There's a spirit. There's spiritual ramifications for breaking an oath. Absolutely. And they're the only out of all these. Um, you know, out of all the, I'd say alt law teachers out there, you're the only one I I still listen to because I've, I've implemented this stuff enough that, and read into the law and that like honestly like, I don't listen to people for I'm not looking for process. In fact, one of the, the, the one of the things that I respect in you the most is what you I think one of the first things I ever heard you said that made me like, oh, I got to listen to him, is that, like, anyone who's doing this better know it well enough to come up with their own process. And, like, and, and I feel like I, that's what you do. You give us the means to do that if we're looking to do that, if we're not just looking to when, when, when follow you stu- the law when you stu- keep it. When you study this long enough, you'll just automatically see how to do your own process because you'll understand, Absolutely. like, the documents that you're looking at like, I look at a lot of documents now. I'm putting a lot of documents on, you know, SBC University. Uh, there's a link down. If somebody's listening, there's a link down in the uh, description to SBC. But I put a whole bunch of documents that I've collected over the years. I'm still uploading them. I don't have, you know, everything uploaded. I'm still uploading oh, stuff. I, I checked out a bunch. I signed up for the Platinum Package. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I know. I know. And, 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 I'm, <laughs> and, I, and I, I got recordings and stuff I got to put up and everything because I'm putting everything out to – you know, show people like I did five years of doing what a lot of people did, just hunting on the Internet, looking at stuff, listening to people, um, you know, talk shoes, blog talks. Uh, well, it was talk shoot mostly back then, not blog talk. Um, just listening to different people speak, reading all type. Of, I actually read documents. I don't just collect them. I actually read them from cover to cover. And just yeah, over yeah. time from <laughs> and that's why I had to demonstrate that. That's why I'm reading stuff now, making videos where I'm reading stuff. To let people see, because when you read the document and put it on YouTube, you got proof that you read it. <laughs> you know, because I'm reading it for you. No, I think that's in real time. And I point, I point to so many, I point so many beginners to your videos like that, because like I said, the way you stop and break it down, because like, like I didn't find you right away. So like when I started like reading law, like you know, I, I read law a long time, only understanding like you know every other word before I'd have to like pull out a dictionary. And, you know, get into it because, but like, it's so cool to like. In the beginning, you got to do that. In the beginning, and when you first start off, this is why you've heard me say in the past, when you're a beginner, the first thing, the first thing I did as a beginner is I studied Black's Law Dictionary for like six weeks. I I read a document Mm -hmm. called Creditors and Their Bonds and Law Redemption in Court. And when I was, I had, I just had those two documents. I, it was so many words in there that I didn't know the meaning of. So I put it down and said, you know what, I'm just going to uh, I'm going to read this document. I'm not going to worry about understanding it. I'm just going to stop. And every single word in the document, yep. I don't understand. I'm going to look up. And that was what I did. And then what you happens is that when you start doing that, then after a while, you get to the point you read the whole document. You don't need a dictionary at all because you, every word you come across, you're going to already know the meaning of. And then you're going to keep coming across those same words and other documents and everything. So you'll know what it means. And because of that, that's when you learn how to make your own process because in reading so many different things, you see how different people yep. are explaining things. You see what they're, the, um, the principle they're trying to convey. And if you are pretty Absolutely. good at writing or doing your own thing, you learn how to put, work, you know, put your own paperwork together. I'm like, man, I don't need – and then you look Absolutely. at – you'll start looking at paperwork and it's like, okay, I, thought, I used to think this was a nice document. Now I'm reading and I'm like, 
I think I can improve this. This person, whoever wrote this, they were okay with it. You know, where at first you might have thought that they were a genius. You read their documents, a genius. But then as you increase and your knowledge, you come back and read it again two, three years later, you're like, man, this this right here is some old, you know, this is a mid-level type stuff right here this dude did. Let me let me put it, let me, let me, let me put my spin on it and, and make it better. You know, like when I used to fight the foreclosure case, everybody used to come out with this validation of debt, a debt letter. It was a 14-page letter. It was a 14-page letter. I, and then every and then people were coming out with four clo- uh, quiet title actions, and some of the quiet title actions were ninety six pages. I'm like, what? a judge is not oh my about God. to sit down yeah. and read ninety six pages. And you know, you and you learn this when in English grammar courses and everything. When you writing uh, uh, when you writing and things, you try to say you learn how to say as much as you can in the littlest space and time as possible. So, you know, this Absolutely. validation letter, 14-page validation letter that I was using at first turned into a one- or two-page verification of debt re- uh, request. As I got more and more, you know, skillful and everything, I started looking at the 14. I said, man, look at this part. They call that surplusage in law. Surplusage yep. means wording it. Yep. Okay, this don't have any type of, you know, all this stuff you're doing, you know, you're just rambling on and on trying to break down the law and explain stuff. I'm not explaining nothing to anybody in any type of document. That's not my job. My job is to and know what the, the law point, is, man. what the principles are, and then make my demands and give my notices accordingly. Okay, and let them exactly. figure it out. Okay, because well, you, you know they want to, you know, try to see something. You know, it's not that's not for you to do. So, in because in, in explaining yourself now, if somebody asks you a question, well, what do you mean by this? And you start explaining yourself, you just t- taking your position, uh, self out of position of exactly. creditor because the person asking the questions is in control. Who so ask, I don't need to ask the questions. questions. Is asking. That's what the attorneys <laughs> do. They'll send you something yep. if you don't understand. If they'll give you a document, and they notice they will not explain it to you. They say, "Well, you know, go down to clerk's uh, office. Clerks won't explain it to you." They say, "Now nah, you need to go get an attorney. You need to have somebody explain this to you. If you don't understand it, then you need to go seek competent counsel and everything." Okay, right. it's not for me. If I give you a document, it's not for me to explain it. You need to go seek competent counsel if you don't understand what I'm talking about in this document because obviously you don't know the law Absolutely. and the principles associated I, with it. Same principle applies to them. I, I look at it I, well I look at it like this. I mean I'm you know if you're you're the credit you're running your company, you're the creditor, you you know, like you're the administrator of your trust, whatever, you're you're the boss. And be it a bank or a brokerage house or any you know any financial institution or anyone you're any any um public servant you're dealing with Technically, like, you know, we're supposed to be their bosses, right? I mean, so if you're in a regular job, does your boss walk into your to your office every morning and say, all right, uh, what are we going to do today and, and, how, and how do we do it? No. They come in and they tell you what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And if they don't know how, then you show them. And it's the same. And that's, you, need, you need to be able to do that. Like when I go into a bank, I know that I'm going to have to tell them with the right, with the language that they understand, what they need to do, not belit- and and then then they do it, They're, because you can't be. Belit- and like and if they've never seen you as a CEO, some of the employees might start questioning you, like you know, just test you to see whether you're competent enough. That's why you see Absolutely. on the front of my video I put out: Are you competent enough to handle your own commercial affairs? Because if somebody can cast doubt in you, 
Like, oh, that's not real and everything. And you know, and you know, you just read this, and you know, you know, like UCC three dash six zero three B. It tells you tender a payment. You know, if you, if they don't accept the tender, the it, it, you know the obligation is satisfied up to the amount of the tender. Okay, well, that's right there in the book. I didn't make it up. It's telling you it right there. What's gonna what's supposed to happen? Well, they're not doing that. Use okay. Well, what do you want me to do? You come back to me because it tells you right there that that's what is supposed to happen. It's in writing. Okay, you see it in hard print and everything. It's like okay, you got to find out what you need to do. You need to you don't make any idle threats. Okay, you suppose nope. you need to learn how to put liens on people. You need to learn learn how to file an action. You got to learn all these things next and so forth. You got to learn how to enforce whatever it is that you're doing. This is why they have a whole section of enforcement in the UCC because they already know that it already tells you in the UCC that fraud is permissible. So if fraud is permissible, that right there tells you that they have to account for being able to enforce certain things within the UCC, which is why you have that whole section of enforcement and everything. But what people are doing is they are going out doing these processes, looking for everything just to work. And this is where the mentality part of it comes in too, because you can't just like in this, in these processes, you can't have no doubt, you know, people be creative. Well, what if they don't, well, what if they, well, you created roadblocks for yourself. I, you have to be, have the state of mind. And this is where the challenge comes in because it is difficult. If you tell a person, let's say they want to buy a car or they want to go up there and uh, get a uh, get a uh, purchase order for a car and then set off that contract and everything to obtain an automobile. OK, to have in your mind a state of mind so positive that this is going to work is very difficult to do. And this is what people want to admit. OK, there's going to be a lot of doubt. And doubt is always going to affect anything that you do. Okay, and this is what the whole, whole, whole thing of the Bible and religion is getting rid of fear and doubt. And the only thing that gets rid of that is knowledge. Fear is the absence of knowledge. You are fearing the unknown because you don't know what's going to happen. Or you are conjuring up images in your mind of what you think is going to happen, but you don't know what's going to happen because nobody can predict the future. Or anything like that. I mean, as far as you don't know how the universe is going to bring something to you, it's going to arrange affairs and bring something into your life. Okay, nobody knows how that's going to. You can say, I want a brand new car. You don't know exactly how it's going to go down and everything. You might win it from a lottery. You might, uh, you might, you know, win a windfall of money, whatever. But the point is that the universe will bring it to you. But in its infinite wisdom, it's going to bring it to you at the appropriate time and in the most perfect way. Okay, and this is why they say don't worry about the how, only concentrate on the what. What do you want? That's right. And it's when you state what you want, okay, then you allow, it's called the law of allowance, uh, allowance. you allow the universe to arrange affairs in your life in the most perfect way and at the most perfect time because the universe is going to make sure it doesn't harm anybody else. It's going to be perfect not only for you but for all people involved because we all are part of the one. We're all connected together. And these are things that people have to understand, but it's because of these principles and the lack of spiritual knowledge and everything why people have failure. Failure is directly connected to lack of knowledge, okay, that, that creates fear and doubt. Okay, you know, After the Earth, Will Smith did knowledge. a show called After Earth, a movie called After Earth, that whole movie oh, was, uh, was teaching, teaching them about fear. They fear is a choice. Yep, when you when you were saying that, I was like, I was like, that reminded me because I love in that that Will Smith movie how he explains like you know danger is real, but fear is a choice. Like 
And that's fear the is always and a choice. Of, and, you know, that's what they – and back to the slavery question, that's what it is. And, see, that's what, you know, it, that's creating the discontent or the, uh, or the outrage in people because if you say slavery was a choice, um, what you're saying, you know, where our people are inferring that to be, well, you are punk, you are afraid, or, mm-hmm. you know, and something and that is what is really getting at people and everything by saying it's a choice. By saying it's a choice, you're saying, well, you know, you could have did something about it. No, I couldn't. Because you're telling them it's well, a I've choice. You're had... saying that you could have done something about your condition. And then people are saying, no, no, we could not. Okay. And somebody telling you, well, well yes, you could. But it was just that the level of knowledge that you were at, you had failed. This is what falling means. Exactly. When you fall, exactly. it's the fall is coming from a lack of knowledge. You, you fail. When we were at our height in Egypt, we had a lot of knowledge. We had the uh, Library of Alexandria. We had uh, accumulated all this knowledge. At our lowest point was the point when we had lost a lot of knowledge. And when you don't have knowledge, you become susceptible to being uh, put into slavery because you don't know how the laws of the universe work. You don't know that your thoughts are bringing circumstances into your space. Okay, the law works whether you know about it or not. Even if you become rich and don't know the laws, you utilize the laws. You just didn't know you utilized the laws. I've literally let the people law go. Is not a respectful person. I've let people go that work for me because they can't. They're un, literally unable to maintain um, an abundance mindset, and I, I won't tolerate. Like, I, like I'm very um, conscious of of maintaining a certain like state of vibration in myself and in the work environment I've created. So if people can't adapt to that, like, because I think that the the, the <laughs> biggest like. Um, lack of knowledge people have is the value in themselves. It's like people, you know, people find out that, um, you know, the, the money is not worth anything. And, if, and then they think the birth certificate is not, the birth certificate is the thing that's worth something or your signature is worth something. You are worth something. You have infinite potential. You have infinite value. And like, and all of these pieces of paper are just like representations of that fact. But if you don't recognize that and you think the, just like, you know, we mistake money for the the thing that we get with the money and we we, we mistake the representation of value for the actual value it's the same thing it's like you, and that you goes gotta, into like you got like people out there say why you want federal reserve notes federal reserve <laughs> notes are worthless you know what dude said in um uh what did he say it's in creditors in their bonds he said that he said we can take the gold and silver away because it's really not needed that is true it really wasn't needed gold and silver really doesn't have any intrinsic value. You don't have the value that you associate with it. All of these things we call money are simply, this is why they don't really have a definition of what money is, because it's just exactly. a symbol. It's just a representation of your energy. You had to have something that could symbolize something. This is why commerce, this is what, what kills me about people when they uh, talk about, you know, you charge for stuff and things like that. Th- these are the poverty-minded people and everything who yep. do those things like that because one of the ten tenets is that a workman is worthy of his hire. You're worthy of your hire. You know, I like how the Joker said it in Batman. He said, do not do it. If you're good at something, don't do it for free. Okay, there was yeah. some deep-seated, um, you know, I'm really, there's some deep-seated principles no, in I, all of that with people absolutely. with poverty mindsets to think that they are um, in some kind of way being more more virtuous because they do something for free or something like that and may remain in poverty or something like that. That's not how the laws work, okay? 
you know, the laws work. Uh, it doesn't. This money that y'all talking about, it's just a symbol of energy. It's your sure. labor. Exactly. Well, that's well, that's what I love yeah, about it's just like a anyone who's read anyone who's read um, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. You know, the first time I read that, I was like, I was almost creeped out at how much. I resonated with it. I'm not so creeped out anymore by how much I resonate with it because it's true. I think that, that people with intelligence who refuse to use it are uh, stakes on the table. By stakes on the and table. And, and, and what did it absolutely. say? People refuse to use their intelligence are stakes on the table are, by consent. Yep. No more the word by burden consent. And, yep. Exactly. Okay. And, and, and it explains that money is just that people don't recognize that this – it's just another. It, it works no different than any other energy science. It so works. Like it has the same principle as electricity. That's why you have. They call it right. currency. That's why they say charge. Exactly. They use all these electrical terms and everything because they found out that money follows the same principle of electricity. One of the things I had to learn, as, and why they took gold and silver away, because gold and silver was easy to hoard. Okay, they were hoarding yep. the, the people in the republic were hoarding it. And that would affect the economy mm-hmm. because if you're not circulating gold and silver, then the economy is going to get affected. That's one of the way, reasons why they wanted being, to get rid of it. And it was also being extracted to, to other countries because other countries were seeing what was up and they were pulling their gold out of here and taking it back to, you know, like, like, like Britain and Switzerland and all those places. No one understands. You, like, you're right. Like, no one I think like yeah, you know, but this thing you know, it, it, the thing is, is that you know, it's like we as, we ascribe a certain value to things. Ultimate, uh, what I had to learn that the ultimate currency is your energy. All of it is just yes. energy. Okay, it's just energy. Okay, and this is what Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars was talking about. Okay, it's talking about controlling the in the energy science, and he who has the books. It's talking about the books. If you king. know, if you got book the book, can you king. can be king. You can be king. <laughs> right? And this is another thing. This is what I'm trying to explain to people. The books is basically the laws. Okay, you understand how the Absolutely. laws work, you can be king. And they don't want you to understand the laws because as long as you remain ignorant of the law, you they can control you. They can be uh, dominant over you. Okay? These things happen. Okay? My people suffer for lack of knowledge. It's in the Bible. Yep. Well, you know, it's fun. All right, it's funny you said that. Now I'm so I'm obviously you know, I'm I'm a white dude, quote unquote. And when I first got into this, I I like I hadn't been that familiar with the term debt slave. And I was like talking to people, like sort of just like kind of like counseling them and helping them. I wasn't even even into the commerce thing. It was more just spirituality and helping people with that. But like um, when I came across that term, I was actually at first like offended by it because i was like i was like shut up bitch like debt slave like go back and be a fucking slave in the 1700s and then come back to me and whine about being a debt slave but because i was in a state where like you know when something bothers me like viscerally like instead of going at the person first now what i do is i'm like well what what what's in me that like triggered that so like i kind of thought you know i put myself in the same shoes and i was like well you know what if i went back if i had a time machine i went back to uh you know to a plantation i walked this up to some dude working in a field and asked him who and what he was he wouldn't just look at me and be like well, i don't know i'm just a slave he would tell me who he was and he would explain like he, he would be a human being and and what i realized then was that like 
you know, the other part of this is that, you know, everyone talks about the, the, the few ruling the many and how the, them blame the few. But, like, mathematically, like, the only way the, the few can rule the many is if at some level the, the many wish to be ruled, which made me realize Allowing it. all of a sudden. Hey, even right now, <laughs> right. The, you know, the people who are running this country, okay, there's 300 billion people. If all 300 billion people rise right. up again, if all 300 billion people tomorrow said, fuck it, I'm not going to work unless y'all change this shit, shit is going to have to change. What are they going to do? Right. They can't take nobody's house. They can't take nobody's nope. car. They can't do nothing, you know what I'm saying? All they can do is you better make some damn changes because the people of state have spoken. This is what the Romans understood, why they had to keep the citizens distracted mm-hmm. with the games. They said, we got yep. to preoccupy their time. They're still using that principle today with, you know, with the NFL, <laughs> NBA, um, you know, sports Bill and Cooper things like that. that. <laughs> These are the, the modern-day mm-hmm. gladiatorial games to keep the people preoccupied. They're doing the same Absolutely. thing. They use that same principle, okay, today. And it's like you got to keep – because the people, they understood that if you don't have the people, you don't have any power, okay? And that's what it is. It's a consent. People are ruled through right. consent. And you go back and to that's the that's what I realized. Analogy. Harriet Tubman, Harriet Tubman said it. I could have oh, saved I love that quote. slaves <laughs> if they would have known they, they were what? <laughs> slaves. They knew they were slaves. If they knew only knew they were, I could have saved a whole lot more. All right. So you got these confirmations coming from it. And then you had people, of course, who knew that what was going on. It wasn't like Nat Turner and uh, Denmark Bessie and a lot of other individuals and everything were like, okay, nah, you know, we're not going to go for this right now. You know what I'm saying? But he couldn't, mm-hmm. he couldn't marshal up enough support from the other slaves and everything. Right. Okay. Exactly. You had some votes. And things like that, but they weren't very successful because people, you know, people couldn't, you know, because there's so many who would, uh, you had house niggas who would go tell on shit, you know, because they they gave them up. They were betrayed uh, and so forth. So things like, and this goes on today with our people. Okay, they use our own people against us and, you know, to come in. If you have an organization or something like that, they're going to plant somebody in there to disrupt it. He's going to be one of your own kind. Go back in history and look at it. You're going to see. So these are things that we're contending with. But at the end of the day, Gwen, you Gwen have to talked have, about that. Gwen, Gwen you talked about watching out for infiltrators. Infiltrate, and this is oh, why yeah. you see success, uh, successful uh, uh, groups like the Jews because of the unity. And they, they, you know, I like it how um, uh, a Rabbi Finkelstein stated. He said, "Yeah, we mm-hmm. might argue amongst ourselves. When it comes to outsiders, we're together." Okay, exactly. we're together. You know, they're together. Go- they can argue about themselves about money and, and things like that, but we united. Okay, they mm-hmm. are united on the front when it comes to anything right. outside of their race and everything. They give a uh, unified front, but you know they they well, argue like the and do all the same things in their ranks. That's the exactly. only difference, and, well, and they and they have a greater purpose, so they know that like. When it comes to the greater purpose, they'll put down all their petty shit and settle that at the end when they accomplish the greater purpose. But the general public, they can't get over the petty shit to even look at the general purpose. Like, do you know that? You know, like do you that, know that almost? Do you know that eighteen percent of all Jewish households are um, millionaires? That's almost one fifth of their race. Almost one fifth of their race are millionaires. Almost like forty percent of the billionaires are Jews 
I, I was reading all of this, you know, last night, you know, they run so many things in this country and I was looking at the reason for it. You know, it even got into the laws. One of the big things was about the laws of not masturbating, how masturbate because it gets into basically again about sperm, what I was saying to you earlier and how they are able to retain it. And that's why they put out so much smut. One of the things that they were doing that Hitler was upset with is that they were putting a lot of smut on uh, television. Mm -hmm. Remember, we talked about this pornography, pornographic thing. And the pornography is causing you to lose. People are masturbating, doing things like this, and they're losing their spiritual energy. So it's a technique that is being utilized against people. Um, This is why pornography is one of like the, uh, you know, like one of the... um, five major webs of uh of uh, it's like money pornography oh, a couple a, other things you know it's like it's a it's like a black trap. magic yeah, yeah it's well, like a like black, said, yes, it, black it, magic it, so it takes their, they i was takes your, this and it was breaking it down a, a real well talking about how you know when you succumb to this and, and it's, once again it gets to the spiritual things when somebody knows yep. a, a, a spiritual principle and you don't and then they say okay we found out that sperm is what will make us wealthy. So we got to make sure since to not have any competition that a lot of other people out there don't understand that. What would you do? You would put out, if they're your enemies and everything, what would you do? You would make them expend mm-hmm. their spiritual energy too. They're elixir of life. You know, you're going to make them, if, if you understood that water heals the body health, health wise and everything, what would you do? You put as much stuff out there artificial as you could and make sure that people don't drink water, don't do that poison water, do all kinds of stuff. This is what you're saying, because when you look at that group of people, they don't shop at your grocery stores. They don't shop at your malls. You don't find them in any hardly any of the places that you go to on a regular basis, not the ones that are, like, up at the top. You're not going to see them. You don't see, you know what I'm saying? You don't see them do any of those things, right? And that's what it is. You know, they give that to us. Right? They got what's called kosher, which is something called lawful, yep. okay? And they engage mm-hmm. in those activities, right? Even if they're going to eat meat, you know, the, the, the cow – has to be slaughtered a certain way, okay? And the reason it has to be slaughtered a certain way because if a cow is fearful before it is slaughtered, yep. the fear, it, it, will, it will take the blood, exactly. okay? So they yeah, get, well, that's, that's yeah, and this is what Carol was talking about thing. in beef. He's talking about fear, mm-hmm. he said fear and death can become a part of you. He said it's preserved yep. and it's preserved and they freeze it. He said fear and death can become a part of you and yourselves, this is true. So when the cow is, is killed, love- believe it. You know, KRS, does, that's, he has some great philosophy. People should listen to him, like not just his music, but his like when he, he speaks, listens to like, the old he, you know, stuff. He, I don't listen to the new stuff. I, right. I'm going back to the blueprint right now. He got a but song he does, called like, Beat. He does le- he does lectures and like they're incredible. Like he really like he get he gets it. He gets that we came at it. We didn't come out of outer space. We came out of inner space. And, you know, like uh, the well, I'm thankful I mean, to one of the him things I. I, I I'm thankful for him because as a young man, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old, um, and we had knowledge rap back then. And he was, you know, he was waking us up. They were talking about, you know, uh, he's the one that made me go read the book, How to Eat to Live. Because in that book, Beef, he Uh, said, read the book, How to Eat to Live. Well, he said, he said, you know, he's telling you, you know, in there. And I went and read that book. Mm -hmm. And then Elijah Muhammad started talking about beef, uh, how we eat too much. He talked about the Trachina worm, how it's in pork. I mean, he, he was going on going in on pork so bad that I stopped eating pork at 18 years old. The reason I stopped eating pork is because I read a book called How to Eat to Live by Elijah Muhammad. That is the book that made me stop eating yep. pork. I give all oh, credit man, to pigs, that book. 
pigs are scavengers, they, and they they have such a short digestive tract that everything is retained in the body. At least you feed the cow; it has seven stomachs, or five stomachs, or whatever. Five stomachs, I think. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he was breaking a lot of stuff down, and you know, and that, and that you know that stayed with me, you know, through the years. And then when I came across other individuals who, uh, when I left Dallas, Texas, went to Atlanta. Atlanta was a uh, a conscious hotbed, you know, and Dallas is not a conscious city at all. You know, I mean, well, now it probably is coming out of that. But back then, we didn't have any type of consciousness. You know, I remember when uh, Louis Farrakhan came to town, you know, it was like I went to see him. I was amazed. I, I was like, wow, this guy right here is, you know, as a, you know, I was a young person. I, I never, Farrakhan. you know, I, I listened to him and I was like, man, this dude is cold-blooded, you know. But then when I came to Atlanta, I found other information um, you know, that, you know, even broadened my mind even more, you know, and uh, I started, you know, getting into that real, real heavy as a young person. And it seemed like a person being fed that, it, that was starving, you know, because I was starving for knowledge. And, you know, it is something to say about the public school system is like the knowledge that they give you. It really is not feeding. The, it's not really feeding you. It's like artificial no. food. You know, it's like you can eat it. You can put it in your mouth. But there's no nutrients in it that the body can assimilate. And, you know, and that, that's the Absolutely. same thing with knowledge. There's some knowledge that you just really can't assimilate in you because it's really not for you. It's not of you. It's not, you know, it's, it's designed for some adverse purpose, you know, to make you a slave. That, you know, and, you know, everything in the public is designed to make employees uh, pretty much. Yep. But this is the thing mm-hmm. that, you know, this is the things that, you know, I, I was seeing as a young man. And, then, you know, I, I do give a lot of credit. This is why you hear me play rap music a lot, because I come from an age where we had different categories of rap. Today, they'd have just one category of rap. It's just one category. But you had different kinds of categories of rap. Some people were just heavy into knowledge rap, and some people were heavy into mm-hmm. gangster rap and, you know, different things. I was a person that was heavy in all of it, but um, I was really particularly heavy into conscious rap or in the, in, into uh, knowledge. We called it knowledge rap back then. Yep. And that was, I you love know, my thing. I love, like, uh... You ever hear uh, Jedi Mind Tricks? Yeah, they still, you ever they hear still any, have Jedi Mind Tricks? Or uh, Celestial Jedi Squadrons? I've heard of. Mm-hmm. You got what, what's yeah, it called? Celestial Squadron's good. Uh, Celestial Squadron, there's Phoenix Orion. They, they do some... They, that was a, yeah, they, they need they, a they platform. You know, I really think that they need some sort of station or, or something like that that is totally devoted. I'm, I think for Knowledge Rap to make a comeback, they need to break this off. be the right time for it. Rap. And form some sort of coalition, have their own station or something like that, so it can make a reemergence. Because this dumb ass, dumb down ass rap that they feeding everybody today with these badass beats. See the thing, how they get over with it because the beats be so cold blooded. They the beats ain't fell off. The beats are actually better. It's just the lyrics that are mm. contained in it are worse. They've gotten better with the beats yes, yes. and everything. Beats are cold blooded. You know, still to this day, and that's what really is entrapping people because you put that rhythmic beat and then program them with this dumbed down ass uh, 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 dialogue that is, you know, laced with the beat and everything like that. You have an effective tool, you know, to program individuals. And you know, I'm just peeping that out. Music is a very music is one of those components along with uh, of, of pornography and money. That web of entanglement also is the music and they understand that perfect because uh, sound is very, very, sound very, very important. vibration That's and vibrations. Says. Everything is vibration. Mm-hmm. Hey man, look, I gotta, I, mean, I gotta get to the top. Yeah. yeah. Let me, let me, great. Let me, let me get in my topic today. It was good talking to you, brother. 
Good talk. You too, man. We'll talk. We'll talk soon, man. Have a great one. Blessings. Peace. All right, peace, peace, God. All right, y'all. Let me let me let's let's change channels for a bit. Let me get into my topic of what you know the title of this show is about. Is it really possible to live 100% private? And I think we kind of like alluded to some points in that discussion we were just having of, you know, what you have to do. You know, I've looked at this and, you know, it's a lot of people that, um, you know, I think one of the first things that comes to people's minds is, okay, well, the driver's license, how am I going to exist without a driver's license? How am I going to exist without a social security card? You know, how am I going to do all of these things? And and the Social Security card is something that's never really bothered me too much because I've been doing it for so long. I, You know, y'all have heard me tell this story. I stopped using the Social Security number way back in 1992 or 93 when I came across a book called The Paper Trip. And because I had bad credit, what uh, the reason I did it is because my credit was bad. And I had just come across this information they told me how to create a new credit file. And today, y'all call them CPN numbers and things like that. And I went out and did it. I uh, I went to the IRS and got me an EIN number in my name. I uh, I went and, um, okay, what's the first thing I did? After I got the number, I went to, to uh, uh, the, part, uh, the DMV and I changed my address. Okay, because it said you got to use an address you've never used before. And I went into the and I changed my driver's license number. Back then, it was easier to change your driver's license number. Today, they won't like you to give an affidavit of something or something like that. But back then, it was very, very easy. All you had to do was request it. And they were also putting a lot of social security numbers as driver's license numbers back then. Some of you probably still have your driver's license number. Uh, as a social security number. I'm sure it is today. Some people just never changed their driver's license. They kept, kept a driver's license forever and never changed the number. But I went in and I requested that that be changed. Okay. And I changed, I went to a mail, we had what was called a mailbox, et cetera, back then. I went to mailbox, et cetera. And because they had, they would give you a suite number as your address. And I had that put on my driver's license and I changed my driver's license number. After I did that, then I went into the bank and opened up a bank account, okay? And then I went to Zales in South DeKalb Mall. They had a Zales back then, and I applied for jewelry, uh, for some jewelry, for some credit. This is called what they call, um, they call it in CPN, I, I got to uh, tri-merge the account. This is the term they use, tri-merging the account, which is basically you just applying for credit because, the uh, credit bureaus have a computer op, uh, computer system that when that um, social security number and that address come through and it's nowhere located in its system as associated together, it will automatically create a new credit file for you. Okay. So then after that, I think I went and um, I had the bank account. You know, those are things that you want to do primarily because like people today, once you do that, you can go into Bank of America and go get you a prepaid card and start utilizing that. And then after six months, they will convert it over into a regular credit card if you pay everything on time. And then you'll start to slowly see all the other credit card companies will start opening up to you. But you have to have some sort of strategy for doing that. Now you have a credit file that is available to you that is not utilizing your social security number. Now you get to function a lot better now. 
And, you know, and this, this, and some things have changed about the process. That was the exact formula I used about 20, 25 years ago. And I still have that number to this very day, still have it to this very day. Okay. Still have it. And the thing is, is that it's changed over time. They got some different techniques. I've explored it. It really hasn't changed that much. Um, like people try to imply, but there are certain uh, other things that you would have to do, um, you know, when getting a CPN number and things like that and trying to set up a new credit file, but people are still doing it every day. I did it not too long ago, about two years ago. So people can't tell me about it. Um, and if anybody ever meets me, I can prove it to you because I can, I can prove everything that I'm saying. You know, I don't like to put my social security numbers out there on front street, but the thing is, is that people come to me privately and talk to me. I sure let my, Hey, look, there it is. There's my social security number. Here, let me go to Equifax and show you uh, my Equifax credit account. And you know, everything is in this number over here. Okay. You can do it, but you gotta be, um, you gotta, you gotta take the effort to do it. I re- meet so many people all the time, ask me questions about CPN numbers and things like that. CPM numbers are legal. Fraud is what is illegal. Identity theft is what's illegal. Okay, and this is why you want to have the number checked out and make sure that nobody else has that particular number. Okay, and then from there, you know, you can utilize that number. Um, getting it from the IRS, like that's what you're doing in the secure party process. When you get a four five number, an estate, a corp, and a uh, you know nine eight number. Okay, the estate number is going to be your, or your corp number, I'm sorry, um, your estate number is going to be your uh, credit facilitator, and your corp number, you're going to get business credit off of that. Okay, this is what people aren't telling you and everything. You got to start arranging your life in a commercial way. Okay, you got to start building businesses for yourself. It's very difficult to be 100% private and you have a job and you've given your employer your social security number and there are reporting requirements associated with that uh, social security number. So it's going to be difficult for you to do that. So I think that people's first thing on their list in becoming private is they got to start thinking, okay, well, I need to have a business for myself. I just told somebody this the other day. I said, we don't live in the age of the employer anymore. This going to school, getting a good education and getting a job, that is a paradigm from the industrial age. We're not in the industrial age anymore. We're in the age of information. Okay. You're living in an archaic time and using an archaic way of thinking if you still think like that, which many people do, which a vast amount of majority of people do. I just heard on billions. I think uh, Axel, Axel just said, told his wife, my kids ain't going to college. He's a billionaire. He's billionaires. And like, nah, I ain't programming my kids. I'm, my kids working for the company. They become billionaires. You know what I'm saying? This is, you know, people, they get a private education. They get a different type of education. You know, Billions is one of my favorite shows. If you ain't watched that show, that's a, that's, that's a great show. I put it right up there with Game of Thrones. I ain't going to lie. Billions and Game of Thrones, like neck and neck to me. And, uh, but in that show, you know, it talks about, you know, you're really seeing how the billionaires move, how they operate. And I love the show. And, uh, you know, and how, they, and how the children are dressed, what they're being taught, you know, and things like that. And, you know, this is what you have to understand. You're in a different age now. You're in the age of information. Okay, you got to adopt a different paradigm if you want to survive, you know, in these days and times. And what it is with the advent of the Internet, there's really no excuse for anyone not having a business. This is why in the SBC website I am uploading videos 
and things like this to help people build business. They're not my videos, okay? I'm going to tell you straight up. A lot of them are not videos I've done personally. There's no way I don't have the time in the day to really give everybody everything that I want, but I'm making it available to everyone, everything I got to show people, you know, hey, this is what you need. You do this, you do this. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to take my time and I'm going to show people really on the bank information. I am going to make videos about that because some of those videos aren't even on the Internet, how to do some some things you won't find on YouTube. That way, I don't know. I've looked and I couldn't find it. You know, somebody else, because I, I think there's very little you can't find on YouTube. But the thing is, is that this is where your mind has to be. You start to focusing on these things. Oh, and the Internet is the easy way to do it. You know, you can incorporate yourself for $100. Okay, you can go and get you some hosting for nine dollars. You can reserve a domain name for about ten dollars. All right, then you can download WordPress to it. Then the next thing you need is get you some plugins and learn how to design a website, which is that's your learning curve right there, really. But once you start going through all of this, I I say within a month you're gonna be functionally literate. Within a week you'll be functionally literate, and then in a month if you're doing this consistently, you'll be off to the races. But everyone I've showed this to, especially some of the women in my life that I've had to get rid of, you know, because I've dated girls, and I'll say, okay, um, I'm going to help you start your own business. So I go out and help them get a website, go and show them all these things. It ain't two weeks later. They done dropped it. Eyes too hard. I can't do it. And I'm, and I'm trying to talk to them, and they thinking, you know, they thinking I'm, it's too complex. And it's like, it's not too complex. What you have to do is you have to understand how your mind works. Okay, when you first come into information, brain cells haven't formed in your mind that are resonating with the information. You have to do it repetitively. This is why they say the key to to learning is repetition. And then brain cells begin to form. This is why basketball shooters like Steph Curry can shoot so well because he's repeated that emotion so many times that it becomes automatic. Now it's imprinted in the subconscious mind. And if you look at his brain, there are, uh, the, the arrangement and formation of his brain has changed because the, the cells in the brain have formed together for that particular activity. There's actual a physical um, uh, effect uh, that is happening to your brain, okay? When you do that, when you do something repeatedly, it, but it takes time for that to happen. Okay, with any information that you have. So in teaching people how to do things, it's only going to be a small percent, like 10%, who have the will to endure and do that or have the focus to be able to accomplish their dreams in life. And this is why we say that slavery is a choice. You know, once again, you know, back to, you know, silent weapons for quiet wars, people who refuse to use their intelligence are stakes on the table by consent. Slavery is a choice. You're either going to follow what you, you're either going to program your subconscious mind or you're going to allow allow somebody else to do it. That's what we're talking about. If you don't take the time to program your subconscious mind, you're going to allow the television or somebody else is going to come in and they're going to program it for you. But the subconscious mind is going to be programmed. She will accept, she will let, if you don't provide and protect for her, she will allow any other man who comes along to enter her. You're letting your subconscious mind become a whore. Anybody and anything can come in and put anything in it. The guardian at the gate is the conscious mind. It's the seat of the will. It is masculine. The subconscious mind is feminine. It's the manifester. It, put, it, it, it brings things into birth. 
and it can only bring birth things that have been put into it. So are you going to program the subconscious mind or are you going to allow somebody else to do it? Like it says in the book of Proverbs, guard your heart, read mine, for out of it are the issues of life. The issues of life that you are faced are because your heart or your mind, right? So you need to guard that. You've got to watch what you read. You've got to watch what you look, look at on television. This is why I give so much credence to the Scientologists. And I'm not, I'm not a Scientologist. They understand the principles and everything. They understand that. They, but when you look at their members and everything, they're just trying to make money. And that's probably what the turnoff is to a lot of people. But when you read some of the things that L. Ron Hubbard uh, was talking about, I can go back and reference the order of the Golden Dawn and everything was talking about things. Magic, what they call magic, is the manipulation of the material world by utilizing the mind. But you're calling it magic, but it's just science. It's science. You have to accept the fact that thought is the most powerful force in the universe. And you are 100% in control of your thoughts. You have the will to do it. If you're a weak-willed individual, you can allow your, this is what hypnotism is about. A person, everybody can't be hypnotized, but people with weak wills can because they have to allow themselves to be hypnotized, okay? You, you have to be allowed, you have to shut down the conscious mind so somebody will have direct access to the subconscious. You have to guard the subconscious mind, and you are also responsible for providing for the subconscious mind. Okay, this is this play of masculine and feminine that is going on inside of men and women alike. It's not just one gender. Women have a masculine and feminine principle in them, and men do too. We both have the same thing, and we both have to learn how to utilize our forces if we're going to become true gods and goddesses. So in being private and living the private life, one of the first steps is, I would say, get your mind right, okay, through knowledge. This is why you should read more and stop worrying about uh, filing paperwork as much, okay, because in acquiring knowledge, your uh, mind state is going to change. You're going to experience what is called a paradigm shift in your understanding and perception of the world. Once that begins to happen, and one thing about it is there is no turning back. Once a person has been awakened, there isn't any turning back. Unless he really want, like that guy in the Matrix wanted to be, he had to go find somebody to put him back to sleep again. He wanted to go back to sleep, you know, because ignorance is bliss. There is a lot of responsibility that comes with knowledge. There's a lot of heavy workload that comes with knowledge because you are responsible, okay? Because now it is gauging your ability to respond. That's what responsibility is, the ability to respond, now that you're aware of what's going on, now we have to determine you have a you are on the hook, if you will, for responding appropriately because now you know what the rules of the game are. Now you know what the laws are. Now you know how everything is operating. All right? So now there's no one to blame but yourself. All right? But as long as you're in ignorance, you get to blame everything but yourself. You get to get this victim mentality. This is what I'm talking about, okay? 
Nobody's justifying the activities or the behavior of other races of people, especially not me. Everybody's responsible for their own conduct, but you are responsible for how you react or respond to something, okay, by understanding what your power is and not allowing something to affect your mind. And it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. This is why they have mystery schools and things like that and initiations and mentors and things like that to teach people how to do these things. It's not easy to do. It's not. But in the age of information, there's a lot more um, information available to you on the Internet. YouTube is just rife. I mean, there's a cornucopia of information on, the, uh, on YouTube that will substantiate what I'm telling you. Neuro-linguistic programming. They came up with a name for that. Same thing. Seven, habits. Somebody called the law of habit. You'll see somebody call that same thing. A habit is something, a groove that has been formed in the subconscious mind that, ca- that causes you to do something involuntarily. And that is why you got to be the person to program it because you got to make sure that this involuntary or reactive mind, okay, is programmed the way you want it programmed. So that the corresponding reaction that comes out of it will be something that is desirous for you and not the whims of someone else. This is what we mean. Are you truly free? Freedom starts in the mind. If the mind is not free, the body is not free. If you're subject to the influence of others, you're allowing somebody else to be your God. If you're worried about the opinions of others, you're allowing somebody else to be your God. You're allowing yourself to be affected by somebody else. When you're a free will, when each and every one of us is a star, okay, and has our own path to follow, and you are the one that is the author of your life. Nobody authors that for you. You're the one that is in control of that. This is something that I had to learn at a very early age because I was surrounded by a lot of women that were constantly trying to make it seem like there was something wrong with me or something like that. And as I got older, I'm like, ain't nothing wrong with me. Y'all need to be looking at yourself. Stop worrying about me. You need to worry about yourself. Stop thinking about how you ain't even competent enough or knowledgeable enough to try to tell me what's wrong with me. The only thing you can do is say what's wrong with you. Work out what's going on with you. Jesus said it very beautifully. He said, why do you worry about the speck in your brother's eye when you need to remove the log? He said, first take out the log in your eye so you can see very clearly how to remove the speck out of your brother's eye. This is where all these things come. This is why I quote Jesus, because he's saying principles that everybody says, but it's something that when you use the Bible, okay, so many people are still programmed with the Bible, and they say have such a healthy respect for the Bible that when you can show it to them in the Bible, it's what the Bible says. That's how you rebuff a lot of arguments. Look, look, man, what are you arguing with me for? You said you're a Christian, right? Well, here it is in your book that you claim you follow. You never read that, did you? Hell, you didn't even pick up this book, did you? Are you one of those people, like Jesus said, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me? Is this what you're just doing? You're just giving lip service to all of this? That's what I be doing. If you're wondering, that's why I use the Bible. Because the Bible has proof. I put a mirror to people's face. You have to give people what they want so they'll want what you have to give. Some people want religion. Give them religion. 
They don't understand that there's only one truth. The religion of religere is a word that was conjured up for a specific purpose. There's only one truth. There's only one truth. One. There's only one power. One. It's not two powers. It's not God and the devil. There's only God. The devil was an angel who rebelled. Okay? He's not on par with God. God. God created the angels. These Christians be putting the devil on equal footing with God. There's only one power. There's not two power. The, and because there's only one power, the only thing the devil can be is a liar. Because he has no power. Because there's only one power. So all he can be is deceptive and be a liar. This is where you get all this stuff from. Because what other power is, uh, what other power is available to him? What other power is available to the devil? This thing y'all call demons and devils. What, what other power can they exercise? They can't control your mind unless you allow it. They can't possess you unless you allow it. You have to open yourself up for it. And so if you don't open yourself up for it, what can they do to you? Nothing. They have to come and try to trick you into something, deceive you, lie to you. That's the only power that's available, which is not really a power. It's an illusion because everything is truth, the spirit of truth. That's why truth wills out, because truth is the reality. The lie is the fiction. I see y'all ride. I appreciate everybody that's riding with me today. I'm going to be back on the air every day from this point on. I'm going to get back on the radio. Get back to my first love. <coughs> Coming on the air. I said, you know what? I got to get back on the air, man. I miss, you know, it seemed like, it seemed like, you know, it was something that was missing. Um, I was like, man, you know, I'm doing YouTube and everything, but it's something just missing something. And I just last night said, you know what's wrong with you? You need to get back on the air. You got to get back on the air, dog. You know, that's what's wrong with you. You got to get back on the air, man, because things were just like kind of going slow motion. I just said, where's all this head? They're like, man, I got to get back on the air, man. I got to get back on the air. You know, so L, he's holding it down. I want to thank him for holding down high frequency radio in my absence. But the boys are back in town. Let me open up the mics real quick for some question and answer. I'm going to kind of let y'all guide uh, the conversation a little bit now. Call in number is 424-222-5250. There's also another number on the stream. They gave us two numbers you can call in. Um, call in as well. Press one on your dial. Let me go over into Philly. This is a 215 area. <laughs> 2969, what's happening? What's going on? What's going on, Yusef? Good to hear your voice on the, on, the, on the waves again, my friend. Yeah, yeah, I'm back, man. I'm, you know, I'm back. I, I gotta get, you know, do my thing. You know what I'm saying? This is what this is what made you surveil. So I'm like, I can't leave that. I gotta go back, you know. And then, you know, I got no, tired of looking in my uh, in my in my and looking and seeing. All I saw saw L in the archives and everything. It's like, ain't my name ain't hard nowhere. I was like, man, let me get. I gotta get back on the air, man. This is crazy. <laughs> What's going on? Well, first things first. First things first, man. Happy belated birthday. You know oh, what I mean? Your birthday you, was yesterday. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm the big five zero now. I'm. No, I'm. Oh, you four four now. So you the popo now, huh? Yeah, <laughs> the big I, 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 turned 50, I turned fifty years old uh, yesterday, and what it is is, you know, at forty nine, you know, your life goes through seven cycles of seven. All right, so you know, this is what they call the renewal, all right, or jubilee, uh, the fiftieth year. So I'm in the fiftieth years renewal. This is the renewal year for me. So I'm about to head for back sure. into another seven cycles of seven now and everything. Yes, sir. Uh, I felt change, yes, too. I, I felt, it seemed like my, on my birthday, I felt felt something change and everything. So hopefully, you know, you know, we'll, this will continue. I'll be on the air every day. But what, go on. Give me what you got, brother. All right. So as, as when we last spoke, and a lot of that stuff I was, you, you, you was telling me, man, got really got under my skin in a good way to make me move. And I just noticed certain people come into your life or exit your life so that can happen. That's right. And when you were speaking earlier, you were speaking earlier about, you know, just, you know, as far as the, um, the CPN and, and things of that nature. And I was like, all right, it's time. Just like, because, like, you know, my 41st birthday is coming up in August. So I ain't right. got to my seventh cycle yet, but I'm in I'm in a in a cycle, so to speak. So right. I'm like, all right, it's, it's time because I started noticing things changing me mentally that I, I got to get it done. And like I said, people come into your life and for and not necessarily <laughs> not necessarily force you to do it, but they force you to well, they what, force you to make what a it is, is to do it. Everything is about frequency and vibration. I, you got to tune in. You can't. You can only listen to V one hundred three if you're tuned in to V one hundred three. All right. Right. So when you change your station of your life, everybody who's not on that frequency disappears, and then everybody appears in your life who's on that frequency. Mm-hmm. All right. It's about it's the law of attraction once again, and sometimes it can be very painful. But this is what you have to understand. It's like you know, it could be somebody very close to you. It could be a girlfriend or even a wife, maybe or something like that that will leave your life because they are not vibrating on the same frequency that you're at. But what you have to understand is that what you have requested is being brought to you. You cannot, if your cup is full, it can't be filled unless you empty it. So you mm-hmm. have to empty out your life of all the unnecessary things that you don't desire. So all the things that you desire can be brought in. So this is what people call loss or the experience of loss. But what they realize is that one door closes, another one opens. I, that there is really no such thing as loss because the universe abhors a vacuum. There is no vacuum in space. There isn't any empty space. No. Right? Something is going to rush in to feel it. Right? So, so that is what is happening. It's a frequency. So, yeah, you're going to see that you know, people are going to leave. That happened to me. You know? Um, you know, people leave your life, and you'll be, like, hurt about that. You know, like, wow, you know, this person... I thought they really were with me. No, they really weren't. Because if they would, they'd be vibrating at the same level you're vibrating at. This is what people right. call about soulmates and things like that. The person that is meant for you is vibrating at the same frequency you're vibrating at. And this is where mm-hmm. you have to be patient also because we live in, uh, we live in what is called um, the plane of effects, which is governed by time and space. So things take time. On the plane of force, 
or in the plane of spirit and mental, everything happens instantaneously. This is why you, right. when uh, they say in the law of attraction, when you make a statement, you have to believe that it has happened. Like Jesus said in Mark uh, 11, 22 through 26, he said you have to understand. That's why you state things in the now, because only now time exists. The past and the future don't exist. The only thing is the eternal now. So everything has to be stated in the now. Everything has to be understood in the now. Everything has to be believed in the now because the now is all that exists, and that is how the universe responds. When you state something that you want something, the universe gave it to you immediately. It just doesn't have a physical body yet. On the physical plane, everything has to be arranged for the manifestation. It's already been given the mental and spiritual body. Now all you're doing is waiting for it to manifest. And this is why you have to. This is where this faith they talk about. The faith is coming in and understanding how the mechanics of the universe operates. That we live in the time of time and space. It has to be like that. The time and space was given to us as a buffer, because you may manifest something you want. You might think of a dragon, and if a dragon was instantly to manifest, okay. This is also the reason why you have to have training on the physical plane and preparation for death. Because that lack of training is what gives you hell. You start conjuring mm. up things in after death that plague you. Okay? This is why you'll hear some people say in some circles that the judgment that is going to be judged, you're going to judge it for yourself. All these things in your subconscious mm. mind, the book is open and things like this. So the object of the game is why you're alive, why you're striving to get rich, what all wealthy people are doing. After they get their wealth, they, get, they turn spiritual. They all start yeah. pursuing some sort of esoteric type science or something like that after they get their wealth because now they got time to do it because that's what's being arrested from you is your time. They're taking your time. Okay, you need time to spiritually develop. That is the object of the game. That is the most important thing. Okay, it's not the acquisition of material uh, objects. Uh, the acquisition of material objects is a byproduct of spiritual development. Right. It's just it's just and proof it. that you have um, that you have elevated yourself spiritually. This is why you've heard me say in a past show that I don't have a a, 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 a lot against a lot of prosperity preachers. I don't. You know, mm-hmm. I listen like Pueblo Dollar. You know, here in Atlanta and everything. I listen to the brother, and he has an understanding of it. You know, a lot of those guys are masons, and they're skillful yes. at. They're giving their people what they want, what they want, so they'll want what they have to give. In other words, like um, Reverend Ike, another favorite, uh, another favorite yes, of mine. You know, he taught all those people in the secret and everything. Right? A lot of those guys are students of his. And, you know, so coming to a religious-minded individual, you have to be able, and because the Bible is talking about all of this, too. Once you read it and understand what it's really saying, that it's a law book, once you start accepting it as a law book, okay, and so these people, they understand that, and their skill comes from the fact that they're able to convey the message to their people. They have a connection with their people, and they're able to give them in a, a, the information in a way that won't offend them, that won't make them question, um, that appeals to their level of understanding. That's what they're very good at. And the level that, uh, that they're able to do that will determine how successful they are. So when you see a church has 20,000 followers, and he's, and you know, some people got mad. Say, Quebec wants your W two, and all this. You know, they say, well, they're trying to find out how much money you got. Well, yeah, I mean, he he has to keep. This is something else I've understood. You have to keep that 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 poverty mentality away from you because it will plague your house. 
You have to stay away from that. Cash flow mm. quadrant with Weber Kiyosaki. That's the object at the end of the game. You got to stay away from uh, from from negative and victim. Big people have a victim mentality because they haven't come into a realization of the power, and then they can begin to in, uh, uh, infect other people and other things around you. This is why you burn sage in the house and do things like this to keep the energy positive. And it all starts with your home. You have to organize your home. Okay. When you look around your home and if it's unorganized, um, you know, I don't know what it is. I think you've been to my house, haven't you? If, I, if this is what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, so you see, how I keep the house orderly and everything. Okay. There's a specific yeah, purpose for that. That is, that is to the energies have to be a certain way. Okay, you have to keep, it starts with your home and it resonates to everything else outside your life. And then, and then before the home, it starts with you. Okay, what type of food do you eat? Things like that, you know, that's going to mm-hmm. have a corresponding effect. And, it be, and, and the first evidence of it is the home. Okay, so your home, if you don't get, you can't organize your home, or, you know, you can't organize anything else. You have your family, you know, if you can't regulate your family and everything, how are you going to regulate a business? You know, an employee right. and all this kind of stuff. You can't even control, you know, what's going on inside your own house. So you got to get your house in order first, and then it resonates on the outside. And that's where people need to stay and understand that. You know, I do certain things based off of what I know, uh, how the laws operate. You know, for instance, like giving. I give whenever I can to, like, homeless people and things like that because there's a law of tenfold return. Okay, mm-hmm. you have to give. Notice that the law says you have to give to receive. But you got what are called takers out there. I've even read some of their posts on it. I'm a taker. Okay, well, you and those people who I know are takers, they are in poverty. Like women who are trying to, like, take advantage of men, they always in a, in a situation where they need something because they're always looking to take something from somebody. Okay, and understand yep. that this is the law that states you have to give in order to receive because, once again, the universe abhors a vacuum. So you, nothing can come into your space unless you give something first because there has to be some sort of exchange. The only thing is the law of exchange. This is why even in taxes, you're not taxed when you exchange something. You do an exchange <laughs> in a truck. You've heard about it in real estate. You did not what's it called, a 1041 exchange, or uh, I, I might have the wrong mm-hmm. code. Where we, after you make a profit in real estate, you go and take that money and apply it to other real estate. They'll defer the taxes and everything. Because there's an exchange, there's something of equal value going on. There's this quid pro quo going on, something for something. Okay, it's an exchange. And when you operate in business, that's what you have to understand. You have to understand this law of exchange. You know, you have to understand that you have to pay for things. I had to learn that in business. I have to pay for things and everything. But there's an exchange coming. This is what Reverend Ike is talking about. He said, stop using the word spend money because you're teaching your subconscious mind that you are in lack, that you are losing something. He said, no, you say circulating currency. I'm not circulating money. I'm not, I'm not, money is, money circulates. Money follows the same principle as electricity. That's why it has to constantly be in motion. Okay, this is why you, the worst thing you can do is put your money in a bank. Everybody puts their money in investments. They're constantly looking for investments. And there's more money than investments. There's no shortage of money. There's only a shortage of people of ideas. There's a shortage of people with an entrepreneurial spirit. Okay? That's that's where the shortage is coming from. There's no shortage. We live in a universe of plenty, abundance. Okay? There's no shortage of anything. The earth gives us plenty of food. 
You can you can waste as many apples. You know, I'll be thinking sometimes I'll be juicing apples. I'm like, damn, I'll be going through a lot of apples. You can use <laughs> right. as many as you, as you want to because the earth just going to keep producing more. I, 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 man, I planted a, a uh, tomato plant. I could not believe how many damn tomatoes. that da- I kept picking them off. They kept growing back. They kept growing back. And more and more of them just kept coming. More and more of them just kept coming. I couldn't even use all of them. I'm like, God, dog, man, it's just one plant and everything. And I tell people. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I, you know, tomato I sauce. Right? I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. You know, I was like, man, look how many tomatoes I got off of this plant. I just like, man, I don't even need all these tomatoes. Like, what am I going to do? Man, I think I'll juice some. Let me just start experiencing, experimenting and see if I can make my own V8 juice. And I started doing stuff like that. And so, you know, we live in abundance, okay? And that's why I tell people, too, that if you can take care of a plant, if you can take a seed and plant it in the ground and allow it to grow to maturity and take care of it, you can you can have a business. Because mm-hmm. the same principle applies. You have to give it sunlight. You have to give it attention. You have to water it. You have to talk to your plants. I talk to my plants. They respond, too. You know, and then, and then what, what does the plant? What does the plant have to go through? Got to go through some shit to get to come out, don't it? All the time, some fertilizer or some, or some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the manure and everything, <laughs> or the fertilizer. Okay, it has it needs it needs water, it needs sunlight, it needs care and attention, and then it'll start to grow. Right? And that's the same thing. Your business in the beginning, your business needs time, attention. You need to water it, and then it'll, be, it'll begin to grow if you're consistent. Yeah, I, I, you know, my plants let me know if I if I skip a day not watering my plants, they begin to wilt. And you know, and once you start taking care of plants, you feel guilty. Once you start having a respect for life and things like that, you're like, man, this plant, I'm letting this plant die. No, I can't let this plant die. You know, once you start caring for everything in creation, you know. That's when you start to begin to see things change in the life, too. This is this law of love that is being taught about. You love all things. You know, it's like, you know, that plant, my plants look at me like, how could you, how could you do this to me? Why are you letting me die? I mean, it seems like they're talking to me. I, said, I got, I, man, I had a big falling out with someone because they uh, put my plants outside and they, um, they got killed in, in, in the winter weather. And I went off. I went off, and they didn't understand why I was going on. They like, just some damn plants. What the hell are you mad about? I'm like, I have a relationship with my I start looking at my plants as living things. And same thing with, are living if, things. <laughs> same thing with a, 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 a wasp. If a wasp gets, the only thing I ain't got no damn, uh, 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 the only thing that I have not learned to respect is flies and roaches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give them a pass. I think these motherfuckers right here, they, you know, they're outcry. I don't see the, and mosquitoes. I don't see what is the purpose of these things. You know, I heard, I heard roaches are extraterrestrials, uh, and you know, flying like that. They just here to just damn plague people and everything. But what they do is they let you know that you're not being clean. Also, you're not doing something right. But um, and even mosquitoes. I think mosquitoes attack you because your blood is tainted, and they can smell the blood. Something tainted in your blood. You need to purify your blood. I think that's what's going on with mosquitoes. But once you start to really look at nature and everything and see how nature responds to things and you get a healthy respect for nature, it translates into over other things in your life and everything. You begin to see changes in your life. And, you know, this is the mentality that people got to, you know, start adopting. You got to start learning to get back to nature. And you start with the natural law. Yeah. And then 
speaking with, you know, that you are here as a caretaker of the animals and, and so forth. You're not here just to eat every fucking thing that comes along. You know, you are, you're trying to make a delicacy of every fucking animal on the planet. You know, that's not, that's not what we're here for. And so, you know, these are things, you know, I like to convey to people, you know, is, you know, these laws and you start utilizing them, you will start to see change in your own life. If you are in a situation that is not ideal, understand it doesn't matter what the situation is. The only change that you have to change is changing your thinking. If you start to change your thinking, you will see the things start to change. This is why they say that the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for a different result. How are you going to get a different result if you haven't changed your thinking? You're going to keep getting exactly what you put out. If you want something to change, you have to be the change that you wish to see. The kingdom of heaven is in you. Mm. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, that's, I, had to, I had to get on here and shout at you real quick, man. Derry want to give you that, like I said, I gave you that belated birthday shout out to you, brother. And we gonna we gonna we gonna be conversing. I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to you. Um, cause I thought I get some info from you, so, you know, for a certain thing. And we'll we'll chat about that. I, I appreciate what chat, man. What chat? What chat it up? I appreciate you, man. You, you know, you're a good brother. For sure, man. for you're sure. I, want, I appreciate and, uh, that. Listen, I'm sending. I got. I got a friend of mine. Say that again. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I said go I got. Ahead. I got a friend of mine because you, you, you know you introduced me to that to that restaurant down there. So I got a friend of mine going down there on Saturday. They flying in and they, you know, just for a day. I said, listen, I'm about to give you this money. You are gonna get these two things I need right here. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get them the. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm gonna get them the, the the menu and everything. Like you got to come back with that. You can bring food back on the plane. You just can't bring back drinks. You got to bring that back. Those yeah, two things back. Tilly's. Like don't get to. Yes, Tilly's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Tilly's restaurant is down there in um the West End Marketplace uh in Atlanta. Y'all should go there if you come into Atlanta and everything. They got. It's like a five. They got a five star rating, and you know it's in the hood and everything. But they got like a five star rating. People come from everywhere. White people, business people, everybody come there and eat. It's always packed and everything. They make some of the best food, and I'm mad at the lady because she won't. You know she won't put a damn. You know she. I'm saying, man, you need to damn. You know, uh, you know, franchise this right here. I shouldn't have to drive goddamn twenty minutes to come down here and get this food, lady. You put something out where I live at, so I can walk up here and get this every day. You know, that's how good it is. But, and she won't give the secret away to them ingredients because I say I you is putting something in this. I don't know what it is, but she putting something little crack in that shit because people come like crack. Yes, she does. Yes, she <laughs> does. Good. Yes, he does. So I'm definitely getting that this weekend. Would you like look? And look, and plus the crazy part about it is I'm doing a um, I'm doing a I'm I'm juicing right now. Like you know, when I was there, I was juicing. I'm juicing now, and I and I feel good. I lost some weight. I mean, not even lose the weight. I just lost the inches. You know what I mean? And then next month, I'm doing the um that cleanse I was telling you about. I'm doing that next month. So I'm I'm getting right because I know once I clean the body out of all this all this fear. Is on, is on. And, you know, and that's what fasting is about, too. You know, it's like Jesus said in Matthew when um, they a man was possessed. Anytime you're dealing with possession, you're dealing with a spirit that is affecting the mind. You're dealing with thought forms. 
that are affecting the mind. That's what possession is. Right? People call it a spirit. The only thing a spirit can do is affect your thinking. Okay? Yep. So when, uh, when these disciples asked Jesus, how is it that you get rid of this spirit, he said this spirit can only come out through fasting and prayer. The prayer is the repetition where you're reprogramming the subconscious mind, and the fasting is the purification process because water is the purest substance in the universe. It will get rid of anything in your body. The body's 70% water, okay? Clean out the dirt. You have dirty water in you, all right? The cells and everything, the reason you age because they're not hydrated enough is why you wrinkle. (laughs) You start wrinkling and everything like that. You know, it hydrates the body, and alcohol will dehydrate the body faster than anything. You know, yes. you're constipated. Drink a glass of water before you go to bed. You won't be constipated in the morning. If sure. you are impotent, if you're experiencing impotent, if you're impotent, drink two gallons of water for two days and see if you still remain impotent. Stop, stop expending your sperm. Allow it to accumulate over time and drink two gallons of water and see what happens. See, these are things, there's a natural remedy for everything. There is. And, you know, people have to understand it. You've got to get back to nature. And then, you know, and, you're, and then you start to, once your mind begins to clear, okay, then you start to see things differently. And then when you start to see things differently, things begin to change in your life for the better. And you've got to remain positive, too. You've got to get away from negative people. Get away from negative people. Keep negative people out of your space. I cannot emphasize that enough. You know, you need to keep positive people, like-minded people who are trying to achieve what you're trying to achieve. And don't allow anybody to come in and, like naysayers are one, or people, doubters, and things like that. They serve their purpose because they're testing you right, to see whether or not you have mm-hmm. some integrity in what you're doing. So those type of people have to exist out there. There has to, There's always going to be the uh, polar opposite in existence right, to maintain balancement. But the thing is, like, they're out there, but, you know, understand their purpose and everything is to test you to see, okay, do you really believe in the things that you're saying? Are you really sure this is the path you want to walk? Okay. Once you make the decision, the universe is going to respond to you. Everybody I talk to who's unsuccessful, I ask them, what do you want to do? They don't know. This is what Will Smith was talking about in his video. He said, you got to make a decision. I understand exactly what he was talking about. You have to decide. Everything is about a decision. This is what they mean when they say, Will, you have you have 180 degrees of positive and 180 degrees of negative going on in any, inside of everybody. When you were given this ability to decide, when you were given a will, okay, to make decisions. And it's why that this is the law of the universe. We live in a free will society, and that is why slavery is a choice. I can't understand why people mm-hmm. attempt to argue and debate with me on that point. They only debate with you because they're coming from some sort of um, – um, religious mindset or some sort of physical type of interpretation of events. And it's totally, totally void of anything spiritual. It's totally void. It's just of like the, in, the, because, in the movie um, in Black Panther, where Kilmarket said, you know, they knew that, that death was better than bondage. That's the same thing he said. And, it wasn't choice. Exactly. They, they chose to die. <laughs> so they wasn't going to be a slave. That's why when people come and say, people, I'll fight to the death. I will fight to the death. You know, I said, give, Patrick Henry said, give me liberty or give me death. I'm, it's only going to be one of the two. Ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't going to be slavery. It's not going to be slavery. You're going to give me, I'm going to have freedom, I'm going to have death. This is why you also, 
You say, get rich or die trying. What yep. I say is, I got to be free. It's like, because in today's world, financial freedom is freedom. And how you obtain financial yes, freedom is. is by having the right mind state. It's the right mind state that you have to have. Everything is cause and effect. It's nothing new. There's no other avenue that you can create. As it says in the Bible, it says the, the road leading to uh, everlasting life is cramped and narrow, and few are finding it. And the road leading into destruction is broad and spacious, and many are the ones going through it. Okay? There's only one road, cause and effect and everything. There's not just many ways of doing something. If you want to be wealthy, if you want to be prosperous, there's only one way of doing it. Okay? There's one principle involved in it. Okay? There's many yes. different methodologies, but all those methodologies have to be in harmony with the principle. And the principle is, is that you understand that you are the one that is creating it. You got to understand that. And this is what people are failing to see and understand in their lives. And the culprit behind all of that is, I think, religion, this, 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 uh, this religion that they have foisted on everybody has painted ideas or given people a negative or false representation of, what, of how reality oper- uh, actually operates. They've given God some sort of capricious type of uh, character where he's sitting up in heaven somewhere deciding on who he's going to bless, who he's going to curse, and things like that. And people got that image in their mind. They, they don't understand that God put, laid down the laws at the beginning of creation, and he gave you instructions. If you follow the laws, this is what's going to happen. If you don't follow laws, this is what's going to happen. It's just called cause and effect. And it's what deism mm-hmm. is all about when you look at Sonic Brotherhood when they're teaching in deists. That's what deists follow. They say the natural law, God is not is not telling, is God has already told you what the laws are. Okay? He's not judging you. He's not making things happen to you. You're making it happen to yourself because you either followed the law or you didn't. And right. Like what a lot of people do. And that is why you keep seeing all this stuff in the Old Testament. This God is saying, saying you know, hey, y'all gonna be put in slavery because you you went away from you want to start worshiping idols and start attributing things um, to outside things instead of what's inside mm-hmm. of you. So I can't mm-hmm. help you no more. Laws have already been put in place. Here's what's gonna happen to you. Yeah, because people, what a lot of people tend to do, they tend to say, you know, you know, you know, I say, won't he do it? I'm like, yeah, you did it. <laughs> you 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 put it in the motion because the people always give this they always attribute so much to the Most High, but never taking account of what they with the role they played in it. The thanks that you give you know? is for the laws that He put into place that they operate for your benefit. Once you're aware of it, that's the love that was given. He didn't make the laws to be adverse to you. He made the laws to assist you to have whatever you want. That's what the laws are for. The laws are not here to be to go against you. The laws are here to give you health, wealth, and happiness. You're here to be happy. You're mm-hmm. here to be happy. And the, and the crazy thing is, what positive that's what positive law tries to do. It's like med, positive law and, and and Western medicine go hand in hand because they're trying to mimic the natural. They're trying to mimic it, but they feel like they have to do that because you have to have something in place that will regulate people who are going, who are the lawless. This is what was happening in the Bible when you look at the Gentiles. The Gentiles were lawless people. 
The heathens. Let the heathens rage. Okay, well, what are you going to do with the heathen? They're not under the law. They're not obeying the law, so you got to put in codes and statutes. This is what the Romans were calling the savages. They called savages and so forth. Right. You know, right, this is what this is what this is what it is. You know, so. But at the end of the day, you know, either you know or you don't know. The culprit, the enemy that everybody is contending with, is ignorance. That is the real enemy. Nobody wow. has no power over you. Nobody has any power over you. You got to understand that. And I'm going to tell you why I'm saying all of this. I'm saying this because I want my people to be back on our status that we're supposed to be at when we were in Egypt and ancient Samaria. And the only way that we're going to do that is we got to understand, we got to start respecting ma'at. We got to start respecting the laws, nature. We got to start respecting that again. And once we start respecting that again, we'll start elevating ourselves. And that that goes into everything. It goes into, you know, like in mating. There's a law of mating. There's a law of mating. You you just don't indiscriminate. When you indiscriminately mate, you are emulating animals. You have (laughs) to discriminate when you choose to procreate with someone. All right? We're on a different level. You know, gods and goddesses and things like that. These, you know, vibrational matches, frequencies and things like that. Mating with a purpose. You know, breastfeeding your children so you can so the next generation become can can, can become stronger and can take advantage of all of the um, uh, immunities that you built up. You can pass on to your child, and they build up immunities, pass on to their child, passing on through the breast milk. Understanding the importance importance of that. You know, I heard um, um, what's the name? She said she said women got a very important job. They 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 are in responsible for. Um, providing nutrition for the next generation, and somehow, some way, those feminine roles have been marginalized in some kind of way as not being important. It's important now for you to have a corporate job or something like that, and somehow that's been elevated to a status that's higher than being a wife and a mother and a nurturer and things like that. That's not desirable anymore. You know, this is what's going on in, in the society. And, you know, we got to get back and understand it. This is how culture is also developed. Culture can't happen until people know what the laws are. How can you have a culture and you don't know what the laws mm-hmm. are? Your culture has to be in True. harmony with what the laws are. In other words, your practices that you do every day is a recognition and your culture is a recognition of what the laws state. So you create habits within your community that, uh, that, that uh, make sure that everybody stays in conformity with natural law. And that's how you cultivate a culture. Hmm. Hmm. Yusuf, I'm gonna let you go, brother. I'm about to get here and grab these groceries real quick. And um, look, man, you know, you know, I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be listening for you as always, my brother. So we're definitely gonna chop it up, man. I'm gonna reach out to you. Appreciate and, um, it, brother. I appreciate it. It's you good, know, it's man. good to it's be all back, good, man. It's good to be back on the air. I'm feeling it. It feels good to hear you back on, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? I said, I, said, right, I, saw, I saw the email come through. I said, 11 o'clock. Like, oh, I'll be on. <laughs> I'll be on, for sure, I'm going to be back on. I'm going to let some other call. I'm going to get some other callers get in. I'm all right, all right, peace, brother. Peace, peace, peace. Peace. Yeah, I'm going to try to stay consistent for all of y'all, okay? You know, I'm like, you know, why don't you do the natural law show and all that anymore? You know, I get so many requests for the natural law show. That's what's important. That's what's important. Let me go to my next caller, 440-5658. You're on the line. What's on your mind? High Frequency Radio. What's going on, bro? How you been? 
All right, brother. What's happening? What's going on with you? Uh, I'm just called to thank you, man. Wish you a happy birthday, all that good stuff, man. And tell you that um that I've um the last conversation we had, you had you know mentioned that you said, hey, brother, why don't you uh why don't you look into getting a radio show? And it has been laid upon my heart to do such. You know, I had to clear my head. You know of you know how they try to run us down and keep us in that status of uh, the artificial person or whatnot. So I kind of like been off in my own little world, but everything is working fine to the point to where I say, Hey, you know, with, when, you know, with the knowledge that I've acquired and the little mindset that I've gained and I'm going to clean myself up a little bit and, you know, I want to make that happen. So what I want to do is maybe email you and maybe you can put me up on, you know, the mechanics, the beginning, you know, whatnot. So what I have to do, so that way I can I will do you know, that for you because somebody uh, yeah. I give all I give all credit to a, a young lady got her own blog talking name is Don uh Don uh Don um what is it name? Don Nicoleon. <laughs> I think that's what she calls herself, Don. Uh she gave me uh you know, when I started, she's the one that told me what to do and gave me instructions on um how to start a blog and everything. And it was very, very good advice. It was real good advice. And so email it. It was something was passed on to me, and I'll definitely pass it on to you. Don Nicoleon. Yes, that's the name. Don Nicoleon. Uh, you know, she's yes, a very intelligent sister. And, uh, you know, I shout out to her. You know, if it, weren't, if it were not for her, I would not be where I am today. I would not right. be where I am today. And I definitely want to thank her for that, bro, because you've been a very, you know, influential piece on a brother's journey, man, after doing all of that time and, you know, straighten yourself out mentally and, you know, dealing with, you know, the world and looking at things, how they change. And I believe, you know, when looking at the scripts and what what, what man's job might be, you know, I'm coming out of Hebrew chapter five, man, because all the things that I've been through is like when I have conversations with people, they can instantly relate. I said, you know, and, and you know, through all the, you know, the business classes, I've been a part of, you know, several of your webinars and classes. And I looked at my life, I said, you know, I said things, you know, sometimes there's a necessity for training. But when I look at people who are born rich and, you know, have this skill or quality, it's something that nature has blessed them with. So I began to, you know, stop being frustrated at looking at the door that I was going to take. You know, I, and, you know, I know my investments in my business is one thing, but as far as what I want to do with my time and my energy, I want to, you know, like how the blogs talk and come from a, you know, an angle of a counselor or somebody like a connection tree, you know, like yourself that can put you, you know, in the right, you know, category, give you the right information and make sure, even if you don't put the information out yourself, you can say, hey, you could use this. So um, yeah. I'll be emailing you I'm going to tell you soon. what I'm looking for. I'm going to tell you what I'm looking I'm looking for people to come over and teach at SBC University if you want a platform or something like that. Um, trust me, because I can't do all this by myself. You know, y'all see me making all those videos, and uh, which take a lot of time to do, as a matter of fact, to make sure they're all professional. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't know everything. I've never claimed to know everything. And you have right. to, in this movement that we're in, you have to take advantage of the research of many different people, because many pe- different Definitely. people have contributed to this. And, you know, that's why if you go back and listen to my old blog talks, what I'm going to try to put up on um, – uh, SBC University. I'm going to try to make a uh, a form where y'all can just listen to all my old shows because a lot of them got taken down. But 
when I first started off, I had a platform where I was, I was allowing a lot of guest speakers to come on. And the reason for that is because when I first got into this, one thing I understood is that I got my education from a lot of different sources. They didn't come from one source. They came from a variety of right. different people uh, because, you know, somebody may be able to explain something a little better than the next person. Uh, you may yeah. resonate. Some of, that's why when Jonah Bay came out, a lot of people gravitated toward him because some people tell me, Yusuf, you sound too complicated. I like the way that Jonah explains it. And that's okay. You know, it's like, you know, somebody's going to be able to convey a message in a way that's going to resonate with other groups of people. I'm only going to reach right. so many people. You know what I'm saying? But the, at the end yeah. of the day, we're all trying to give the same message. We're all trying to accomplish the same goal. And as long as that's understood, you know, there's enough for everybody. Everybody should be, you know, contributing to this. And, you know, I just try to stay consistent and let people know that I'm real about what I do. I reinvest in myself. I reinvest in my business. I am to, you know, make sure that all of you have avenues um, so you can keep receiving information. Uh, if you can't read something, I'll take the time and read it, put up a video on it. Make some, you, know, I'm, you know, I'm doing all of these different things because I want people to know what the truth is. I want people to awaken. I want people to have a realization of what is going on because I think I can do my small part in helping bring the, making the world a better place because we can make this world a better place, but it's going to start with each individual. It's not going to be one person that's going to change the world. It's going to be a group effort. One person can't change the world. Right, right. Can't hey, brother, um, the SPC University ordeal, like, what does that entail? Did, have you sent, like, invites out or, or that? Because I, I, I haven't been, that, like, I mean, all the way been in the... I, I did. I'm still putting content up on it, but there's a lot of content already up on it. Um, I conceptualize a university, uh, a, a modern-day online Alexand- uh, uh, Alexandria, uh, a library of Alexandria. I'm trying. I'm trying to okay. take everything from every place, every scrap of information that I ever known, and make it available all in one place, a depository, if you will, of information where people can come and contribute the information. Because I think another problem what is going on with this movement is everybody's separated and scattered. Okay, everybody's scattered right. all over the place. It needs to be mm-hmm. in one section where everybody can come together and teach this information and share this information if it's going to become a force. Because so you got to understand, when things uh, in nature, that's the law of nature. When things are scattered, there is no force. There's only force when, when, when the energies are concentrated. There's only force right, when energies right. are concentrated. There, are no, there is no force when it's scattered. Right. It's division, definitely. And, you know, I thought, well, you had a program before, I thought that it was going to be a little bit different where you where you train people for I believe it was the green dollar or something. It's some some it was a, some money program, but what I'm getting at oh, is currency, currency circulator. Currency circulator. I'm, doing I'm putting. Yeah, that. I had a lot I, going I'm, on. At, I yeah. still got that. I still and I'm implementing that. I'll probably be implementing that this week. Um, you know, I had to do yeah. everything in stages. I had to make. I had to finish up my secure party uh, videos. I got to work on my trust videos next. Um, I have to do uh, a creditor and their bonds video. I have, you know, it's like, that's why I'm giving yearly memberships because it's going to be all that stuff is going to appear over the year because it, it takes time for me to do. Um, but the thing is, is that they're gonna, you're going to see some sort of content. Um, I'm adding a section where people can upload documents, um, a section on there where people can uh, have a, um, a section on the website where y'all can share documents. Um, I'm having a section for videos. I'm having a section for business. 
videos, show you how to build your own website, groups, all of this kind of stuff, man. I mean, you know, I got all the tools I need to make it happen. I just got to make it happen now. And, you know, it's all right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to build a group then. You can build a group. Yeah, I'll build a group. You have a group on there. You have a chat. I can uh, allocate chats to it where every, every group can have their own private chat. Where your group, then you know, uh, it's a chat where y'all can all talk to each other within the group, and you can close off the group where it, you know only people who are invited can come in within SBC wow. University. You know, capabilities of doing all that right now. So these are the things you know that I kind of want people to start understanding. Like you know, I locked down the website because we're dealing with privacy. Everybody doesn't need to be privy to everything, and you know, you need to have a form where you can go and you can learn as a haven, if you will where everything that you need, uh, all the resources that you need are at your fingertips in one place. And so you're looking all over the place for stuff. Because a lot of us that um, have been doing this for a long time, we've already scoured the Internet for information. Okay, there's no need for you to do it, too. I've already scoured the Internet for information. I've read just about everything on the sun, been about a, a a multitude of websites, listened to a multitude of radio shows and other guest speakers and things like that. Over my 14 years, I've listened to it because I've been doing this every day. I've been doing this every day for 14 years. That's been a day I haven't done this in 14 years, not one day, yeah. right? So I've been doing yeah, this the whole entire time. So you know, so I'm listening. I look at documents. I'm uploading documents right now from other people. But the reason I'm uploading them because I'm seeing I can read the document and see, okay, this is a good document to share with my people. Somebody else wrote it, but it's it's pretty good. I looked at it. I think it's pretty good. You know, I think I think people can benefit from that. So it's things like that that I'm putting in there to give people access to things, um, things for foreclosure, things for discharge of debt, things for, you know, SBC process, business trust, setting up a trust. I'm uploading trust indenture agreements as many. I go to the law library out of the law library and upload that on the website as well. Like you got trust indenture agreements and law books that people don't know about and upload that onto the website so people can see case law that you need to read. I mean, I'm talking about everything. You everything. Know, this is all about education. If you're thinking that you're going to, you know, achieve something in this movement without, without educating it. yourself, you're fooling yourself. Man, I, hey, hey, you know what? I'm kind of giggling because, you know, on the journey, you know, you try to educate people or, you know, turn their lights on a little bit. And, you know, you, you stress that a lot about, you know, the psychology behind learning you know, what it does for the mind so that you can imitate the actions and things like that. And it's like they won't get, you know, the psychology part or whatever. So that's why it's kind of funny that, that, that you know, that's so, so necessary to the repetitiveness. And like I told you, I've been in the cup for, for a while just going back over all of the information. It was just something that was natural inside of me where I just take information and, you know, I, I, got, I got a host of documents from when I was in there studying, and I, I, it made me a whole lot sharper. And it's like now, you know, that I'm, you know, got everybody in, 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 in line, it's time for me to, you know, add on to with some type of group or ministry or whatnot. I'm a minister by nature, so I'm just going to try to build something and, and, and try to, you know, follow good examples like yourself and some of the other brothers that was mentioned in the show, you know, and, and, and I just got to thank you. I got to get off this line soon and get back to what I was doing, but I want to thank you, brother. And when you see my email, I'm, you know, Rael or L7Reality, that's me. I'll be okay. at you soon, bro. 
and I and, okay, and bro. so that way you can you can put me together. All right. All right, bro. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate, man. And hey, I appreciate you, man. I want to thank you because. You know, I used to say, man, I can't believe all these people listening to me. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, I used to think yeah. that sometimes like, damn, there's a lot of people listening to me. And then when that happened, I knew there was a responsibility that I had also to make sure that everybody got good information and, you know, and try to help as many people as I could. So, hey, brother, right. thank you. Thank you, too. And thank all yeah. the listeners out there. I appreciate right, you, too. Right. Thank you, too, bro. All right. Peace. All right. Peace, God. All right, y'all, let me move on. It's 26 minutes left on the show. All right, got 26 minutes. All right, let me go to, oh, okay. Well, you know, some people had their hands up. They took their hands down, I guess. All right, somebody wanted to open up the mic. So the mics are open. Let me go to, what is this? This is 919-8325. Peace to the gods, peace to the gods. Peace, God. What's going on? What's going on? What's happening, man? Oh, not much, man. Happy to hear you back on the air, man. Congratulations on all of the websites, man. I've been um, checking them out, man. I'm a, I'm a member. I joined and everything, man. It's, it's, it's freaking awesome, man. It's, it's 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 dope, dude. It's dope. It's dope. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's dope. It's nice. It's dope, it is very nice. It's, it's very professional. And, um, you know, it's nice. I, I'm proud of it. I am proud of it. It's the um, it's the culmination of everything that I've learned, all the mistakes I've made in the last two years and everything. And, uh, you know, with other websites and putting everything together. And then finally, I've gotten to a point, I think, where, you know, hey, I've mastered it. Now I think I can put something together that people can really, really see, um, you know, what my vision was in my mind. You know, and that's where a lot of the inconsistencies with other websites was coming from because it wasn't what I wanted. And this is what I mm. wanted. <laughs> this is what I wanted. Mm. Mm. Well, I will, I will definitely um, say that it's helped me actually start my first business, man. And, um, and start, start my progress in terms of uh, working, my, working my way out of the beast, um, you know, in terms of just, studying having somewhere to actually study um i've i've been trying to study uh, that's it's something that's that's i think um to those who know and to those who actually are uh, are about that life of studying um you know it's a very good tool man you know um i'm i'm about that studying life you know what i mean i've been i i, I study everything man if it ain't if it ain't in a book i'm studying you know uh, uh, a leaf, man. Like you know, I'm studying. You know, what I'm saying concrete, man. Like what is that stuff? Why, why is this concrete white? This concrete black. This concrete white. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Shoot, man. I'm, I'm studying everything, man. You know. Um. So that is a great. That was a great resource to actually help me um, start my business, man. And um, so I just want to say thank you. Um, this conversation that you were having today, I just love when you get into the esoteric things and, and if, if, you know, just, I don't even want to call it esoteric, the real information, as I like to call it, you know, the, um, the, the information that everybody can get, you know, but people don't really want to take it in. You know what I mean? They don't want to digest it. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when you were a kid 
and, you know, your mama put vegetables on your plate, and you eat everything else on the plate, but you leave that broccoli on there because you say it stinks or, you know what I mean? It's like they they scared to eat <laughs> yeah. it. They don't want to digest it, so they leave it on the plate or they'll feed it to the dog, you know, scrape it up under the plate. Or, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, that's the healthiest stuff for you right there, boy. That's going to. But you yeah, know what? As you mature and you get older, when I was young, I didn't like broccoli. I didn't like okra. When I got older, I love broccoli and okra now. You know what I'm saying? When mm-hmm. I was younger, I didn't really kind of mm-hmm. like it too tough. But as you develop and mature, mm-hmm. your palate, you kind of it kind of becomes broader, and you begin to appreciate more foods. And also, you have to retrain your you know your taste buds for natural foods because you've been so acclimated to artificial foods and so much you're craving that. So you got to go through that. Right. It's the same thing with the mind. You have to deprogram yourself. You have to, you have to brainwash mm-hmm. <laughs> your mind and then wash mm-hmm. your brain of all that information that you got and leave, get a clean slate. As it says in the Bible, you will not see the kingdom of heaven until you become as little children. You have to unlearn what you have learned, young Skywalker. You have to unlearn <laughs> what you have learned. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, sure. you know, I, I, I was kind of blessed not to grow up with the Bible, you know, the Bible stuff. And I, I did grow up um, in all up and down in the Quran, man. Matter of fact, bro, my name is Yusuf too, man. Peace, God. Peace, God. I'm Yusuf, oh, man. Peace, born, man. born. Yeah, man. Yusuf yeah. Abdul Kareem calling out, calling out of Winston Salem, North Carolina, man. So. All right. Um, all right. It's, it's all right. Powerful name. name. I, 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 Powerful name. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Hey, look, I did the science on the name, bro. I spelled my name a little different than you, so your science ain't quite like mine. But anyway, I did the science on the name, man. That name off the chain, bro. You know what I'm saying? That thing off it means the chain, increasing, man. It, it means increasing or adding. Okay? It means L shall mm. increase or God increase. Mm. Okay. It's a science okay. to It's a science to names. So yeah, you know, it and is, then you of course L is God, you know. I've 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 been um, you know, my journey has taken me a little bit of everywhere, man. I I was born I was born Muslim, man, in Islam. Salam alaikum, brother. Um, alaikum salam. But, um, um, yeah, thank you, bro. Thank you. But um, I'm I'm I study, you know, some of the Moorish um paradigm as well, and um. It's, it's it's a lot of truth in that as well. It's it's, it's truth in everything, man. Like I say, you it is. Look outside, you you can see the truth. The in Quran the lead, Circle man. Seven, and, um, the Quran Circle Seven is a which I don't hear enough Moors talk about. Um, is a right. esoteric right. book, really. And um, you know, even though it is a derivative of um the uh um the uh, Aquarian Gospels, I Aquarian, you'll yeah, see. Yeah. You, it's very apparent where where it came from, which is also another very good book. However, it is um, these books. You, you uh, always look for the principle. I don't read information right. on face. When I read anything, I'm always looking for the principle involved. That's how I guide myself because the principles are immutable. The principles are universal. Okay. So you, how I gauge whether someone is um, knowledgeable about a particular subject, I gauge how knowledgeable they are about the particular principle that is involved. And this is the, these, this is the thin line thread of truth that runs through all religions. It is the principles 
that you see contained in the religions that are similar. The, the, the methodology, the, the verbiage that is used can be very different, you know. But even in the Quran, I mean, yeah. read the Quran, all through the Quran, it tells you, we told you this, uh, Muhammad. We told you that. Right. I mean, you know. Right. You know, I don't know if people be that, bro. Hey, look, bro. <laughs> I was in the Quran the other day. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Hey, that's off the hook, man. Oh my God, man. Look, I've been, um, I've been starting. Um, I'm forming a prayer circle, man, of of nothing but men. Um, I'm forming a a male prayer circle. Um, right. And um, so, so I'm getting my spirit right so that the prayer circle can form organically. I'm not looking for nobody to join no circle. It's gonna, you know, it's 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 gonna happen when it happens, and and it's already out there, so it's gonna happen. But I was reading my Quran, man, and for the first time, and you said it earlier, and um, I came to this realization, you know, as w- once I'm coming into myself and finding my truth, I came into the realization maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and you said it earlier in the show, and then like two or three weeks ago, I said, man. I ain't never even read my own Quran that I've had since I was a baby. My book, my instruction. I ain't even read it from cover to cover. I'm sitting here reading all these other books, you know, about all these other authors and stuff, trying to find information and this and that and the third. I said, man, what is you doing? I said, bruh, you wilding, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Sit down and read that Quran, bruh. And the Quran, let me tell you, the Quran has a lot of wisdom in it as well. Um, you know, it's a it's an instruction booklet as well. You know, it came down on the night of power uh, to the prophet Muhammad, it's given to him by the uh, uh, angel Gabriel. And, uh, you know, he told mm-hmm. him, Ikra, read. And, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. this, you know, he told everybody, if you don't believe that this, this book, then produce another one like it. You know, it, mm-hmm. it has a seal of the number 19 mm-hmm. on it. You know, there's mm-hmm. some, see, the problem mm-hmm. only comes in with these books is because they don't have the originals, you know, in Islam, you know, they'll say that the Quran was, was inscribed on the, uh, on the hearts of all the Sahaba of the prophet Muhammad, his companions. Right. And that, that it was carried along that they were required to memorize it. And I have to give it to you. I have to say, and I was a part of the Nawabian nation and all of uh, the, the Mukmanun and Mukmananti uh, are those who were in our particular organization, uh, the children they had memorized the Quran, the entire book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing about the Quran, man, is... In Arabic. Um, let, me add, let me add this. In it's, Arabic. It's, 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 it's in... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the only way that you can memorize the Quran. You can't read the Quran in English and say you read the Quran. So even when I do read this translation that I'm reading, I'm going to still go back, have to learn and, 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 and actually learn the ex what I'm actually saying because I've, I've I, I know many surahs you know in Arabic I can speak Arabic you know some somewhat but um you know it, it when it comes yeah, I'm not down to it, it I'm not fluent in it but you have to to be fluent in it you got to use it every day I used to be a lot better than what I am now I've been using it every day because I'm not around people like I used to be who used it all the time you know, you had to be in a group that is using Arabic all the time, and you know, then you, you know, you know, you, you'll kind of lose it a little bit. I've forgotten a whole lot of stuff. I don't even think I can, you know, right. all my vowels, my my alphabet, alibete, heke, delta, raza, sin, shin, sa, da, ta, za, ain, 
Hang, Fed, Cough, Calf, Lamb, Mean, Noon. You know, I, I don't even know if I remember my whole alphabet like I used. Yeah, I used to start with the you alphabet. There, you, uh, you almost finished it, you. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got through, bro. You almost got You was almost I know. Up, I think man. I missed a couple. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm rusty <laughs> as hell. I, you know, I start, you start with your alphabet, your vowels, your shedders, your fathers, your kesras, your dumas, your dumatain, your fathatain, dumatain. Uh, you know, understand what all those little marks and slashes uh, represent uh, for your pronunciation. And it's not very difficult well, to learn. Not difficult well, to learn honestly, at all. Honestly, big bro, um, the, 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 the easiest way and the best way to learn, um, as I'm sure some of your teachers in the Wapaya Nation probably learned, um, not through the actual visualization or the reading of a text, but actually from actually sitting with the uh, the sheiks who speak uh, the Quran and who speak Arabic and sitting with them and actually just listening. It's actually just a feel. Um, I learned Arabic. I, I can't write it at all. I learned Arabic strictly through the uh, the vibration and the tone. It's a very... Yeah, the um, tonation. It's actually yes, like a poetic yes. book, you know. Yeah, yes, how they it's, do a, it's a song. It's a song, and the reason why I think that it's the message and it's the key is, and uh, matter of fact, the Al Fatiha, the key. The reason why I think um, that there are certain the vibration of it, man. You know, it's the it's the vibration of it and the harmony of it. Um, one thing that resonates with me is the harmony and the frequency of love. You know, um, you know, everyone has lived in their bodies. And um, had to experience, you know, um, the choice of either good or evil, you know, to when it's time to make good or evil. And everyone on this planet has chosen evil before, you know. But at the or what we, what is perceived to be evil, I'll say that there's no such we thing. Use as word, evil well, we use the word. Well, all good and evil is is what's adverse to you. So we would use the words like agreeable and disagreeable. In other words, you know, what you call an evil is something that is disagreeable to you. You know, it's your perception. Mm. It's not good to you as a people. It's not good to you as um, an individual or something like that. It's not harmonious. It's not advantageous for you. Like, you know, can you really call a shark evil? Can you call a a cobra evil? They're living by their nature. They're not good or evil. But if one bites you or something like that, that's an evil. A shark bites off your leg. That's an evil act to you. You know, so, you know, it's like, you know, you represent, you understand things for their nature. And, you know, it was a very easy illustration um, about the, you know, the uh, crocodile and the snake. When uh, the snake asked the crocodile for a ride across the river and the snake said, no, I'm, you know, I'm not, you're going to bite me. And he, he said, no, I'm not going to bite you. And so he gave him a ride halfway across the river. The snake bit him on his back. And he said, why'd you bite me? Now we're going to both drown. He said, you knew I was a snake when you picked me up. Why you didn't recognize me for my nature? I'm not good or evil. You know what I am. You know, so basically, you know, you, know, yeah. you have to know the nature of what you're dealing with. And, you know, you have the, uh, the jinn, obviously, and uh, who are, right, right. you know, from the fire. Uh, and you well, know, then you have those uh, are from you know the light, you know. So, you know, you know, and, 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 uh, and Christianity they call them seraphim and cherubim. If you if you go deeper, you know, um, 
you go deeper into that, you know, when you have when you speak of gin and when you speak of things um like that, you know, everyone has their own understanding of it. You know, um I, I you know, being being raised Muslim, um Sunni Muslim in the masjid, you know, a little black boy, you know, uh-huh. what I'm saying, with cornrows, you got you know, a, a lot of times when you when you're when you're in that environment, it's just like growing up in the church. You got people, you got politics all in the masjid, you know. Yes, um, you do. Telling you. Yes, you do. A tell, lot. Telling you what's good <laughs> it's it's too lot. much. That's why I don't go to the masjid. I don't go to the masjid. I don't. It's, I don't. It's it it, it, it uh, there's a lot of similarities to Christianity. They, they don't know it, but you know we were required they to study both. They do know it, bro. They do know it, bro. I, I was raised there. They do know it. They do know it. Yeah, it's it, choices, man. It, it's all choices. Yeah, it's, no one's holy. Yeah. No one's more holier than thou. You 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 see what I'm saying? And 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 the thing about it is, it's it's unity, man. The only one real thing is love. You know, um, the thing that people subscribe to in this illusionary status, in this illusionary world, or this illusionary place. Um, the thing that people subscribe to is fear, and that's fake as well. That's part of the yep. illusion. There's no such thing yep. as fear. It's only love. The only thing that there is is love. And so when you allow yourself to make the choice not to love, then you it, it is what it is. You're you're like you like you said, you're steak on someone's plate. <laughs> you're steak. You're steak on. You can you can be smart as you want to. And be the angry black man, and be a, and get it and get all the bread and, and do all this revolutionary stuff. But at the end of the day, what 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 good are you really doing if you're not really doing it out of love? You're doing it out of fear. Exactly, God, love is the law. It's the law, and we see that word love though. Is we have to explore that. All right, what does that mean? Yeah. We've been given concepts mm. of love too. And sometimes we associate a passion for love or a lust mm-hmm. for love or, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of other different uh, emotions and everything. And I think that is a problem, too, is that we have to get a clear understanding of exactly what love is. And um, mm-hmm. uh, on a universal mm-hmm. level, on a universal level of what it means, I mm-hmm. think that is something that is very important that needs to be clarified to the people also. What is love? You know, what is right. love? Um, you know, it's People like the universe was created in love. Everything is here is for your benefit. And that's what people are. See, people are afraid of things. They're afraid of outer space. They're afraid. Everything here was created for your benefit, for you to explore mm-hmm. and learn. Mm-hmm. It's for mm-hmm. you. It was created for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Wow. Thing. Wow! So hey, yeah, it is what it is. Dope. Hey, but I, you you know what? Dope. I like talking to you because you made me see. I need to get back on my Arabic um, because I had planned to master it. Inshallah. And uh, Inshallah. I was on it hard, boy. I was on it hard for one time. I was going to Arabic classes and uh, reading the Quran, and you know, I was like, making a lot of progress because you know I wanted to speak it fluently, and. Uh, I yeah, still got that desire. Yeah. You know, I think everybody should know at least two languages, especially if you're going to be religious, yeah. because especially if you're in Christianity, because yeah. the Christian books weren't written in English. Wasn't written in English. Mm. 
Mm. You know? Mm. So, you know, you need to really start understanding other languages. Because even in the Quran, when you look at like a Yusuf Ali or or Pictal or different translations of the Quran, it's a lot of times it don't read the same in English as it does in Arabic. Right, right. You start really right. seeing, if you start paying attention, there are going to be some places in there that it says one thing in Arabic and it says something else in English. Yeah. You got it. They yeah. got the same thing going on in that too, brother. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. You gotta be cautious. And it's a total meaning. It's when they when they when they when they translate it in in the English um, translation, they they it seems like they purposely um, they purposely put a word in there to try to throw the entire meaning off and turn it into something physical. If you if you get my drift, you know what yeah. I mean. So yeah, exactly. I, I definitely exactly. see what you're saying. I definitely see what you're saying about that um, uh, in the Quran and in Islam or what the modern, modern, I'll say modern Islam. And um, because, you know, in the Quran, of course, it says that um, before all the religions that, you know, it, Islam isn't really a religion. It's it's life. You know, it's, <laughs> it's the way of life in order to it's your deen. To paradise. Your deen. That, yeah. The dean, exactly. Exactly. Right. That's right. So, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, it's a Sarato Mustakin. The past. You know? So, you know, so it's, yeah, I, I understand. What you, have you ever read any Sufi literature? Y'all probably think um, that they pray. Actually, no, no, no. I, I, I definitely don't. But actually, I haven't. Um, I, I haven't been able to get my hands on any. Um, I haven't asked list, around. Man. I'm not. There's some cold-blooded Sufis out there. I read some of their material. Same exact thing. That is the esoteric branch of Islam. And don't allow okay. anybody to tell you anything differently. If you get your hands on some good Sufi material and everything, read it because I've read it and it's the same thing. It's dealing with the conscious and subconscious mind. The Sufis are mm. the Sufis are bad, man. It's just like, see, when the mm-hmm. religious branch, every, see, in, the, in Christianity, they got Christian science. The Christian scientists understand what the mainstream Christians don't. And in Islam, the Sufis understand what the main, uh, mainstream Muslims don't. And that, you know, and, you know, it's, um, how can I say it? Um, it's kind of difficult, you know, because, you know, people will, when you tell people that, you know, they get offended. To not offend people is what I try to is is something I try to do. I try to find a way of telling people to look at something without offending them, and making them understand that um, you're 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 in a school with grades, and you don't want to stay in the second mm. grade forever. You know, you want to mm. graduate one level and go to the next level because knowledge is progressive. Knowledge is forever, right. and just to stay in yeah. one place. But one set of beliefs and one understanding of that belief mm. <laughs> when you got something mm. called a paradigm shift where, you know, mm. they got this thing where they got these pictures. Okay, you take this picture and I say, do you see the dog chasing the cat? It's one of them little game uh, things where it looks like a whole bunch of different colors. You don't see anything. He said, well, you said, well, man, I don't see right, that, right. but you keep staring at it. You keep staring at it. And then all of a sudden a picture emerges. Okay, well. 
Mm-hmm. Nothing changed on the paper. What changed was the way mm-hmm. that your brain interpreted what it was seeing. And that same thing happens when you read these books. Same thing happens. You may be seeing it one way, but then as your knowledge increases and your brain begins to reinterpret the information, you'll start to perceive another meaning coming from it. And that is what you mm-hmm. got to allow to happen and everything. That's the growth that you're going through yeah. is in your Understanding, that's what they call your understanding or overstanding. It begins to grow in the maturity. This is why sometimes I look at certain, you'll hear me praise certain authors of information because you begin to respect their depth, their depth, because you may read their material at one point and one understanding, come back after reading it about 20 times, you got a completely different understanding of it. And then you have to appreciate the level that this author went to because of his depth, because you really didn't understand how deep he was. Until you really get gained, uh, your, until you raise yourself up to his level, then you say, "Damn, I gotta respect this guy, right. man." To get this deep, right. to this level, he had to be studying right. a long goddamn time to understand. It. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So, and that's what yeah. you respect and appreciate. And I, re- I appreciate and respect all religions. I don't have. If you listen to me talk, you don't really hear me diss any religion. What I diss is right. the people who are conveying their interpretation of that religion to the masses. That's who I have something against. It's like, okay, really, are you really qualified to teach people this information? That's what you have to look at. You're like, okay, is this person really mm. qualified to teach what he's teaching and everything? And does he have a really understanding mm. of it? Uh, you know, like he says right. and everything. And that's why right. an only way that you can make that determination is you have to study it for yourself. You have to, you have to raise yourself right. up. You know, if you're going to study Islam, right. yes, you got to learn uh, uh, Arabic. Okay, you got to know Arabic and everything because now if you don't, you are trusting people who, to interpret something for you. Same thing that's going on in the Bible. You are trusting someone to interpret something for you. You are putting your soul in somebody else's hand. When at the end of the day, the only person that is responsible for your soul is you. Mm. You. Even with me. What I teach. Okay? It's like, I'm, okay, I'm not no, responsible... Yeah. You know, I'm not responsible for the next individual. I'll give you the information, but you are responsible <laughs> for educating yourself and checking me if I'm not teaching something because I go to great lengths to make sure that I don't give out bad information. Not to say that I don't, not to say I don't make, make mistakes and things like that, but it's still incumbent. It still is a uh, onus, the onus probandi, okay, or the onus is on individuals to be responsible for themselves and their own soul. You got to check behind me and see if everything I'm doing is correct. Cause I stay up late. Right. I type wrong, wrong words in, I get tired. I might <laughs> I, I go back and listen to my audios. I said the wrong damn thing. I said, what did I say that? You know, I said, you know, that wasn't what I was trying hey. to say. You know, it happens all the time. You know what I'm saying? So it's right, right. to go and check for yourself. Don't believe me. Check it out for yourself. You have to educate. You are responsible hey. for you, and you're responsible for your own education. You're you're the one responsible for that. Right, right. That's why. So it's it, it, it's not only a great place to study, bro. You know, not only is the information great, man, but yo, the fact that you know what I'm saying I'm on there, I'm reading everything, and some of them words be misspelled. I'd be like, bro, I'd be like, bro, must have been like five in the morning on this one right here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah, I misspell words like, all the yo, time. You know what I'm saying? I misspell. Right, I, I don't even say nothing, man. I don't even say nothing because like I already know. Later, you know, 
I'm like, damn, I had this tab. I spelled the wrong word wrong on the tab. And, you know, but, it, hey, I make mistakes, you know, like that. You know, because you know what it is, is when you write, your brain is moving faster than your hand. And I have, oh, and that's okay. why you okay. have to go back and re-look at something you wrote and look at it again. You know, I got a law firm. Uh, I had a, a friend of mine, he owned a law firm, and he told me, he said, no letter leaves our law office till three attorneys have looked at it. All right, they're gonna wow. look at it. At different people are gonna read it because you know you make everybody makes mistakes. I, I go to federal website and see where they misspell words. I'm like, damn, this is a damn IRS website. Yeah, misspell word <laughs> right here, you know. So you know it happens. It happens with everybody. So you know it doesn't. It's not no reflection on you, but it's just you know we're prone to make mistakes. We're prone to, you know. But I try to be as thorough as oh, I yeah. can. So I can say. No, nah, you you are definitely you're definitely super thorough, man. You're super thorough, man, and and and, and uh you created a whole university, so can't nobody fuck can't excuse my language right now, but can't nobody touch your shit right now, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you cuz I I'm I'm out here, man, like you know, I'm not I'm on no social media cuz social media is bullshit. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. Excuse my language, bro. I, I apologize. Okay. I mean, but I'm know, not. But you're right. I'm I not, mean, you know, it's really, um, you know, I'm it, not on any my social plan media to get off the and all my personal. But you know, right well, now, no, for me, the internet, it's just my personal. The internet I, is the best way to I, reach the greatest number of people. Right, right. That's, no, in in terms of me personally, I don't have one. Personally, I mean, I'm I've been I, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not hiding from nobody. Something. You know, it's but a good, I had to detox. It, it is you a, feel me? It is a good thing you want. The less people know about you, the better. It's only when with more information that somebody has about you, the more vulnerable you become. After all, what are we talking about? We're talking about privacy. All right? That's what privacy right, is all about. Right. Privacy is maintaining right. an, an <laughs> integrity of your life by not exposing certain elements of your life that could be open to attack. All right? So right. that's what pri- you have a right, right. to privacy. You have a right. That's why they have in the Constitution against self-incrimination. You can't. You don't. You're not required to incriminate against yourself unless you open your mouth and say something. You know. Right. So that's the thing. You know, it's like you have a right to privacy. You got that right. People need to understand that. Right. And so it's not a bad thing. I can't. I can't say it's a bad thing. It's. It's a good thing. You know, not using, not going in grocery stores, letting them. Uh, using the Kroger Plus card so they can track, put it in a computer and, and uh, put it in a uh, a central computer where they are basically uh, monitoring the habits of the nation. See, we're creatures of habit. So if the nation, they can do what is called, um, they can do what's called a shock testing. Uh, they'll do that. You know, like they'll raise the price of gases and then monitor the economy and see how, and see what effect is brought about from that. And what that computer does is able to determine and evaluate how to best keep everybody in bondage based mm. off of our habits. But the only way it could do that mm. is if we, if we get the information. And that's what we're doing. We're feeding the beast. Right. We're feeding right. the beast. Right. Right. We're feeding. Yeah. Got to stop feeding. Yeah. That's what privacy is all about. Stop feeding the beast. Stop feeding this beast. Man, I'm I, I, I I can't wait till I I'm able to the point where you know I'm able to like finally quit my job. Uh, it's gonna you know it's gonna come you know what I mean. But yeah, I ain't, ain't sit you know, down. Come, what you, you know, do? I'm, I'm working. Let me tell I'm you. Working. Let me tell you something. I, I put something I think is the most powerful thing I've ever posted 
on SPC University. It's a very, very short article. And um, let me pull it up real quick. Okay. And I'm okay. going to read it to you. I'm going to read it to you. Uh, I've read it on the show. It's very short. It's not very long. And um, I think it is necessary for this particular show. Let me pull it up real quick, and I'll tell you what I mean. And if you go to SPC University, you can register on SPC University for free. We do have a free member. The free membership doesn't give you access to a lot of stuff on the website. It lets you set up a profile, let you kind of get familiarized yourself uh, with some of the different features and functions of the website, but you're not, you don't have a lot of yeah, access to a lot of content. Um, but I just did that to kind of let people get behind the doors and see a little bit. But if you go to, um, let me see, uh, let me go to the, uh, go over here real quick and see if it pulls up. It's on the main sidebar. It is called, um, Create a million-dollar stream of income with your mind now. Uh, and uh, I'm going to read this okay. to you. It says, have you ever felt uh, that you've been cheated? Perhaps you purchased something and it didn't live up to your expectations. Maybe you bought something and it broke within a few days or found out later that what you purchased wasn't what you really wanted. For most of us, this has happened at least once in our life. My point in bringing this up is to point out to you how you are now focusing on your mind on that event. You remember it, don't you? You remember specific details of what happened. And you're probably in a bad mood because of it, aren't you? Well, I want to point out to you right now that you can stop those thoughts now by concentrating on something else. Go ahead and think about what you would buy right now when you have a million dollars in cold, hard cash. That's right. You might be thinking of a new car, boat, mansion, toys, helping others, being financially free. And perhaps you're even thinking of a vacation or a trip to Hawaii or other trips you would like to take. One person once told me that he was thinking about the words he would say to his boss when he quit his job. Now, as you are thinking about having your own millions of dollars, what would you do? How would you feel when you have a million dollars now? Now stop thinking about it, then listen to learn how you can just think about it, but actually create it in your life instantly. You don't think it's possible. Think again. If you've been going through the exercises I've just guided you through, you might have noticed that when I asked you about being cheated, you got a little upset. When you remember that experience in your mind, you literally create the same physical sensations that you experienced in the past during that event. Your mind accessed the same your mind assessed or accessed the same thoughts, feelings, and sounds that you had at the time in your life. You might have felt upset or slightly angry when you remembered it. Then, if you thought about your own millions of dollars, what happened? If you actually could imagine it in your mind, you really did think about what you would do with it. You probably even could see yourself living a different life than what you are living right now. Did you do it? Did you experience it? I did. If you didn't, start from the beginning and do it again. Read it again. And this time, try to see it in your mind and honestly think about what you would do with your own millions of dollars. The fact is that our minds are more powerful than what we know. 
As humans, we can literally take something from our past and relive it over and over and over again. You might know someone who does this. Think about it. Have you ever heard someone say almost the same thing when something goes wrong? Maybe they say, I had a bad childhood, or I'm no good at X, or some other negative statement that they have placed upon themselves. Without going into specific details, you can learn to master your mind and use its creative remembering ability to bring into your life whatever you want. Specifically, you can change your mind so you can create not only abundance in every form, but you can actually create a million-dollar income stream into your life now. How? By using the same tools that others have used to bring themselves down into despair and create poverty. What he mean was that the same thing that uh, that the same way that you make yourself poor is the same way you make yourself rich. You can use those tools in new ways that bring you up to uh, up into happiness and prosperity and create million dollar income streams now. Just like you thought about what you would do with the millions of dollars, if you would do the following exercise every day, you will create a million dollar income stream in your life. It will happen instantly, effortlessly and completely naturally as you trust in the power of your mind to create what you want. Remember, what I'm about to share with you are the exact steps to ensure your success. These are secrets. They've been hidden from the general population for a reason. Now that you're going to be now that they're going to be revealed to you, please honor them and take them seriously. Now listen, this is very important. Even though I know thousands, if not millions of people, will eventually read this material, only a select few will actually implement it. Why? Because even though the million-dollar income stream will flow into your life effortlessly and naturally, it does require some effort on your part, only initially. After you set up the system in your mind, it will be completely natural and effortless. So I invite you to be one of the few who will use this priceless information. Do what needs to be done initially and then reap the rewards for the rest of your life. Now, these are the exact steps to create a permanent million-dollar income stream in your life now. Step one, you must first eliminate all doubt from your being. Eliminate all hate. Eliminate all sorrow. Eliminate all excuses. In short, you must believe that this will work for you because it will. So step one, have faith. That is, uh, you have to have faith as you do this. It will work. Believe that it will work for you, and it will. Okay, now step two, you must take only 15 minutes a day to be by yourself alone to perform the millionaire exercise. I don't care if you have to go into your closet or bathroom and lock the door. But you must do it. Don't question it. Just do it. Step three, you must close your eyes and repeat the following verbatim, word for word, preferably out loud for the entire 15 minutes. You have to do this every day for 15 minutes for six months. Okay, and here is the statement that you're going to say to yourself every day for 15 minutes, I every day, every minute. Of every day, millions of dollars flow to me now, instantly, effortlessly, naturally, now. Once again, here's the statement that you're going to say to yourself. Every day for 15 minutes for six months. 
Every minute of every day, millions of dollars flow to me now, instantly, effortlessly, naturally now. You're going to say it in a harmonic, rhythmic way. You memorize it and you start saying it in a rhythm. One of the principles, seven principles, is rhythm. Okay? Step four, mm-hmm. you must repeat that statement over and over again in a rhythmic manner for at least 15 minutes of every day for a two-month period. Step five, after the two-month period of doing that every day, you must set a goal of exactly what amount of money you want to have. For example, if you want $1,468,920, you must start using this amount in your statement. So after two months, okay, because this whole process lasts about six months, but in the first two months you're making a statement, then you're going to add the amount that you want, okay? All right? And you're going to say, so you would say, $1,468,920 flows to me now, instantly, effortlessly, naturally now. Do this for the next three months. During these next three months, after you have done repeating the phrase, you must think about either having the exact amount of money in your bank account, visualize yourself looking at your bank statement with the exact amount of money on your statement. Then feel good. Then feel good about your accomplishment. Step seven, circumstances and situations will start arising in your life that will allow this exact amount to manifest itself into your life. Simply be positive. Remember, you cannot doubt, for if you do, you will not obtain the money and allow the universe to work its magic in your life. Step eight, repeat steps one through seven. By doing so, you will acquire million-dollar income streams in your life. You now have the exact steps. Remember to use them. Thank you for allowing me to share these secret steps with you. I wish you complete success as you create your own million-dollar income streams now. And that's it. Right? And you will find this in, even in Islam when the prophet Muhammad had all of his followers pray seven times a day, and he cut it down to five times a day. That's what prayer is. It's the repetition. It's the repetition that you're utilizing on the mind. Stay in that point. This is about repetition. Repetition is the key. You do it, you are. What this is doing is it is imprinting the subconscious mind. You're forming a new habit. All right? And once you do that, the subconscious will automatically manifest it. They do this in religion. That is what prayer is. Prayer is um, simply stating something over and over again, and it's programming the subconscious mind to manifest your desires into your life. And this is what they did with religion. They implemented it. Um, they gave it to people in a religious kind of way um, to get them to do it. You know, and this is what you know, Jesus said, don't you know, forget about it. Just do what I do, and you'll get what I get. Pray ye this way. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Let thy kingdom come, let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What do you think you're saying? What do you think you're saying? Right. What do you think you're doing? You're programming yourself. Right. That's what the prop that's what the Psalms are about. The Psalms ain't nothing but a collection of these different things that we're talking about. Go and read them. That's what they call them formulas. In other words, you'll hear them use are called formulas. It's a formula that you follow. And it has a the, the, if you say it, it will have the same effect it did 
6,000 years ago because the laws of effect dictated as so. The only thing, the only reason it won't have the same effect is that something has changed. And that's why you got to be very circumspect about people who change things in the Bible, change things in wording, things like that, because words have power. Words have specific vibratory signatures associated with them because every vibrational frequency has a cause and effect associated with it. This is why, if you've ever seen, um, uh, it's, it's, this is a movie called um, Evil Dead. It's kind of funny. It's called Evil Dead. And uh, there's nah, one. They, they got like part one. Yeah, they got part one, two, and three. And it's funny. It's a horror movie, but it's funny. And um, in there, he tells them, okay, I, you're going to go get the Book of the Dead. And, you know, I need you to say these words. And you have to say these words exactly like this. If you don't say the words exactly right, the, the forces of darkness are going to be unleashed. And he goes, and he don't remember the words and release the army of darkness. But even though that was funny, these people, when they make these movies, they are conveying a message to you. Okay. Is right, you have to right. say the magic words, abracadabra, but it has to say with a certain intonation and say it in a specific way. So you can get the corresponding result that other people have gotten. It's power yeah, in words. Y'all. It's power. The word in the beginning was the word, and the word was God. Just pay attention to that part. Words. Yeah, it's all like you, like 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 the title like the title of your radio network, high frequency. It's all about that frequency, man. It's all about that vibration. Got to maintain a high. Still. Although a high although you may stand still. You're still moving. Everything's constantly moving. Nothing is standing still. You know, everything, every, I, 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 Adam has moving parts. There's nothing but space. Everything, everything is, space. is always so, in motion. You wouldn't, let, let me tell you, you yeah. wouldn't have creation without motion. All right, that's why in the Kabbalion they use the words uh, undifferentiated and differentiated. Undifferentiated means that there aren't different frequencies. All right, because really, even God is a high frequency. He's, he's, God is vibrating at a frequency that is so fast that it appears to be standing still. When you get creation, what you're getting is slower frequencies because that's a, a, a mental and spiritual vibrations are faster frequencies than physical ones. So as you go up the scale higher and higher, higher, you see this with you spin a wheel, spin a wheel on a piece of pole that goes or top. You spin it goes. It goes higher and higher, and then as it speeds faster, you can't hear it anymore because now the frequency is out of your auditory capabilities. And then it goes to the electromagnetic spectrum from uh, uh, infrared all the way to ultraviolet and on and on and on through the entire electromagnetic uh, frequency as as the frequencies get faster and faster. This is what people call planes. The planes are just representations of frequency, how fast something is vibrating. The easiest example on planet Earth is water. Water goes through all the stages, solid, liquid, and gas. At the gaseous state, it's a faster frequency. As it slows, it goes into a water state, and as it slows down even more, it goes into a solid. Okay? Pay attention to that. That is how your thoughts manifest. When you first think of something, it's in the gaseous state. As you continue to think about it, it goes into a water state, and then finally it manifests on the physical plane and us to a solid state. But that takes time. The frequencies are slowing down, and the frequencies slow down 
as you continuously think about something repetitively until it manifests in your life. I hope that was a good explanation. Man, that was that was that was beautiful, man. That was beautiful, man. That was that was beautiful, man. That it's um, all this yeah, is about thoughts. You are in the image of God, and how you're in the image of God is you have the ability to think. The thoughts that um, it's just the it's, it's just the um, um, the uh, you know you got the uh, you know the you're you're just a a a, a cup of uh, or a teaspoon of water out of the ocean of God. You have the same qualities. It's just different in degree. You were given the same qualities as the Creator because you have to have because you're a part of the Creator because nothing can be separated from the Creator because everything came out of the Creator. That's why it says everything that you look around you is vibrating. It's composed of the same elements. It's only the different frequencies right. uh, that give everything its apparent differences. But when you go on to the subatomic level, everything is composed of the same thing. This is what they mean when they say undifferentiated. Right. Undifferentiated means it's that state. God is at that state of nothingness. But there's actually something, but it's called nothing because nothing has been created. Nothing has differentiated itself from God. Nothing has differentiated itself at a slower frequency. That's why everything around you is vibrating. This is why the law of attraction is the law of love, because every like vibratory frequencies connect with each other. And you see this with radio stations. You can only listen to the station when right. you're tuned in. You can only tune. You got to tune in to people of. You will only attract that that is on the same frequency as you. That's Man, it, my brother. That's how. That's 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 you know that's just that's so that's beautiful, man. It's poetic, man. It's it's just it's truth, bro. It's, keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm I'm I'm. I'm really uh, happy for you, man. Um, I'm supporting you <laughs> well, as well you. as learning from you. So I'm I'm doing all Don't of that, man. And, uh, Don't be happy for me. You know, I'm I'm okay. I want you to be happy for you. I want you to be happy because oh, that's am. what you have to like. Health. Oh, wealth, believe me, bro. I am, bro. I am. I'm. 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 Um. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm super happy for myself, man. I'm, I'm super proud of myself. Um, happy for myself, and I'm and I'm still going and everything. So, and I'm and I'm and I'm hungry, still hungry. So, yeah, I'm I'm. Thank you for that, man. I, you know, I really I, I really appreciate that, man. That was that was some good uh some good dinner for me. I work third, so I'm about to lay it down here in a second. So, all right, brother. Dinner for all me, right, man. brother. You know, you be safe. You know, and remember, you know, remember, always think positively. Set your goals before your mind's eye. And let that goal be the lamp that guides your feet. Peace to the gods. You have a nice day, brother. Thank you, bro. You too, man. Peace to the gods. All right, all right, all right. Let's see. I then went overtime a little bit. I'll take one more call. Well, I might got two more. Let me see. I'm gonna go to eight seven six forty seven ten. You're on the line. What's on your mind? One love, my brother. Calling you one love. Good today. Hey, what's happening, brother? Yeah. What's going on? What's oh, good? real good. Everything real good. I just had a thought, though, this morning, so I heard you talking, and I say, I wonder if I should mention it. <coughs> that there's a, a a story. It's called the Ramayama. Ramayama. 
Well, you be coming up with uh-huh. stuff. Rama Yama. That sounds because Indian. you. Yes, because you are mm-hmm. you are a poet. They have cartoons on it and all of that. I recommend that you read it because that's how I approached it was through reading it. And then when I thought about recommending it to people, I see it's all got cartoons and all kind of stuff you could watch. But none of that is as good as reading it. It is a beautiful stanza. You will be interested in the way it's constructed. That's why I'm, you're, you're, you know, you you write poetry. You're you're finding very interesting. Right. And it, it's it, called it's a Ramayama. Yeah. I'm trying to look at it. Ram- How you spell the last word? Ramayama. Y a m a. Y a m a. Okay. Yeah, I spelled it like that. I can't. It's a book. Really? Okay, I see it on Wikipedia. Ramayama. Okay. I I see it. It says it this article. Yeah, it's uh, the Hindu god Rama. Rama, also known as Rama Chandra, is a major deity of Hinduism. He is the seventh avatar of the god Vishnu, one of the most popular incarnations, along with Krishna and Gautama Buddha. The Rama centric tradition. Is this who you're talking about? Uh, yeah, I'm talking, yeah, the story of Rama is yeah. Ramayama. When you look at the gods and everything, they kind of like represent certain principles also that, you know, representations that have been put into a physical form. And that's why I like to do comparative religious study because I like to see how certain cultures have, um, how shall I say, taken certain natural law principles and put them in representations that people can understand Um I don't know if I said that right, but if you see it in the Yoruba religion, in all the cultures, you know, that's why every yeah. god has a specific duty. You know, like the god of, we- of wisdom, the god of wealth, the god of whatever. You know, you find this in all the cultures and everything because there's a certain principle associated with them, you know, and sometimes they give them representation of animal, um, animal characteristics because, you know, animals live by their nature. Beautiful. I think, like I said, even in English, and this is the fantastic part of the stanza, to the phrasing and stuff about it being poetry, because it rhymes. Even in English, it carries through. It rhymes in Indi. In Indi, the language is written, Urdu or something like that. It, but right. even in English, the English translation, it still carries. I mean, it misses a few, you know, direct things, but. It's, you can you can see the clip of it. it, and it runs in sevens. It don't even run in ones and twos and threes. Like you know how most rhyme, the next every other uh, end of every other sentence will will rhyme or something like that. Right. You understand? What I, I forgot mean? what that's yeah. called. That's a certain kind of poetic stanza where every other yeah. the verse uh, one rhymes with three and two rhymes with four. A lot of people need to do that in rap. They used to have rappers that would do that. You don't have a lot of rappers that use that anymore. I listen. Yeah, I listen to them. I'm like they need to start experimenting with the different ways you can, uh, you know, flow. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, not at all. I think that that'd be very interesting to read. I mean, just like I said, not only for the the poetic thing, you know, as a poetry major yourself, but also to learn something about. Uh, I learned it as a fairy tale that was told to Indian people because I tried to refer Indian guy to Mary 
and the seven three pigs or something like that. And he had never heard of those things. And then I said, well, what? What do you all? He said, a Ramayama, man. Everybody, every kid knows the Ramayama, you know. So I went and read it, and it's very beautiful. It talks about the story of Rama. It gives you some some line into there character and all that stuff you were saying about the character and what the <coughs> behavior of the, you know, the different gods and all that, or whatever they may call themselves. But it also gives a little history about what happened in India as a caste system. Because out of the Ramayama started the caste system. According I to think caste I systems are a byproduct of people's vibrational frequencies. People, You put yourself in a caste. You know, it's, oh, okay. you can take yourself out of any cast that you want to. As I said, there are no limitations. Um, you know, while we have in every society, I've studied history all the way back. I haven't found any really culture where you don't have something that's similar to a caste system. We have a caste system mm-hmm. here in the United States. You know, it's not mm-hmm. called that. It's called a class system here. Isn't that a caste system, though? Okay. I mean, would you that, say that they're I mean, the same? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. Like I mean, apartheid I see, or something. Well, I mean, like I said, you know, I can't even, even with apartheid, at the end of the day, what does the law say? The law says that you create your your world. So, you know, it's like that's oh. what this argument with Kanye West was all about when he said, is slavery voluntary or not? And I, you know, there's uproar because, you know, you decide to be in the, in, in the, in whatever caste system you're in, you decided to be there. And it's deeper than what people realize on its face. I think people just hear that statement and they instantly make a judgment call on what somebody said instead of exploring the depth of the statement that you, uh, that you decided to be in this situation. You have to really sit back and meditate on that by uh, by way of an understanding how universal law works. I don't care. I started out reading a whole bunch of Hindu stuff. The Hindus had great stuff on meditation and uh, things like that. Uh, so I've read a lot of different from different cultures, but they all contain the same principles. They have to. It can only be that I, way. I think something you the way you said something just a minute ago. Let me rephrase it. It's not necessarily, as you say, people decide it. They are deciding every minute because it's constantly upon you. Like you said, there's exactly. no past or future. There's only now. So you're deciding now if you're going to be a slave. So every every moment you get to change that by changing your mind. Like you were saying, by changing, you change your mind, change your changing, circumstance, change everything. You are a transmitter. Okay, you're like a trans radio station that's transmitting. If you want... And everything that you transmit comes back to you. So if you want a circumstance, if you're in a bad circumstance, and what you're living, I like how somebody put it, you're living today what you were thinking eight months ago. Eight months from now, if you want the situation to be different, you got to change what you're thinking right now. Okay, your circumstances are from eight months ago. In other words, there was some cause. Right. That's just illustrative. We don't. We can take eight months out. It could be a week ago or whatever. But you know, the timeline is not important. But what is important is it's cause and effect. Okay, the effect of your life, how your life is right now, there was something you did that caused a chain reaction 
because everything, every cause causes an effect. Every effect causes another cause, and then every cause causes another effect. It's a chain. It is a chain. And to break the chain and make it start going down a different route, you have to change your mind. You have to be the change that you're looking for. The power is in you. you, Tell me this. How can anything not be associated with thought? There's nothing on this planet that's not associated with thought. You can't bring up nothing that, that doesn't go back to thought. Not the buildings that not, you were not in. On this not the inventions. Not the way that you think about other people and all that. There's nothing that you can point out to me that doesn't have an origin in thought. We agree on that. No doubt. Nothing. So thought is what we have to master. Thought is the highest of all sciences. They call it in the esoteric circles magic. But it's just it doesn't have the same connotation that they but for the stage charlatry that they perform today. It has nothing to do with that. They used it in the sense of science. And that's what the word scienter means to know. Science means to know. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. 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 But imagination I think has a lot to do with everything. Imagination, concentration, and visualization. I, I mean imagination is you is an original thought. Mm-hmm. But the, and then too, you know, those things. I, if I just quote Michael Jackson, he say he gets up at three a.m. If he should wake up with a song, because he'll get up and write it if it takes all day. Because if he doesn't get up, Prince may get it. And you know what? Yeah, that's that's that, and that is the uh, 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 the uh, Akashic records that you know that everybody has access to this reservoir of thought. And if you don't use the thought, you know, thoughts have a life of their own. They travel. Okay, they call them thought forms. And do remember what, um, uh, I don't know if you, I saw an interview where uh, Jermaine Jackson was talking about what Michael Jackson did the whole time he was growing up. He said the whole time my brother was growing up, he had on his bedroom mirror, I am the world's greatest entertainer. There you go. He said he wrote that on his mirror. He said he had that on his mirror the whole time he was growing up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. These people know these laws. We're trying to give them to everybody else. But anyway, bro, I think, I think I'm out of time. I think they're vibrational too, uh, attached to a person's vibration. Like Michael, okay, his vibrational thing in the music brought the vibration of a musical idea. You know, the idea having its own frequency to him. Yeah, it is. But, but he was uh, the one that was responsible. So, no. But isn't he in control of whatever vibration he he sends out? That's what I'm saying about individuals, us common folk that are around here. We can set our vibration, as you were uh, reading even. Set your vibration, uh, hold it long enough, and it will attract the the corresponding things, which is what you read out of a book a few moments ago. Hey, exactly. You did hear about that all around us right now. There are, there are trillions, there are an infinite number of dimensions that are in existence right now. In other words, we can go into another dimension and go into a whole other universe, right? alternate realities and things of that nature, because when it comes down to it, everything that we're experiencing now is a frequency. We're, we're on a radio station right now, okay? And everybody, and you can see this, there's evidence of this, because everything that we can only sense with the five corporal senses is a very small part of the electromagnetic spectrum. What exists outside of our senses is much more vast than what we can see. We can only really see about 
what, less than 10% of the electromagnetic spectrum? Okay, so it's a whole world out there that your senses can't even pick up. And a dog a is an stuff. example of this. A dog can hear and smell things you can't. He's tuned in to higher frequencies, to a wider set of frequencies than you. He can hear things. He can hear a dog whistle. You can't. So that is evidence that there are states of existence that exist outside of your perception that other people can perceive that you can. That's evidence right there. Some people can. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the call. Hey, no problem. No problem, man. The thing people need to understand is that you have the ability. What makes you so so spectacular above the animals and everything is you have the ability to emulate any of them. You can change yours at will. They operate off instinct. They are stuck at a frequency. You're not. You were given free will. You were given the high levels of intellect and everything and the capability of doing anything. There are no limits. What you're saying is you're capable of changing your frequency and therefore your resonance and then therefore what no. it attracts, what you attract and don't attract. The only limitation that, that you have is your imagination. Anything a person can conceive and believe he can achieve. And there are limits. I guess what I should say is this. There are limits. There are limits insofar as you, your realm of experience because you can only really imagine what you've experienced. In other words, the things that you construct in your mind's eye are usually a byproduct or bits and pieces of a lot of variety of different things that you've experienced. But like, I'll give you an example. Think of a color that doesn't exist. You can only think of the colors that you've experienced. Well, how do, how think do of, new things come up uh, about? New inventions, new this, new that, new that, new this. That's another elevation of consciousness. That must come about from, you know what I mean? That, that's what they mean okay. when they say in the Emerald Tab is a t- uh, of, of thought. That's when a veil lifts. When a veil lifts, you're under a veil. So when a veil lifts, you your consciousness extends. And now your perception, the whole panorama of experience begins to broaden and you begin to uh, see and understand things other people don't. But a veil, these, these veils that happen that have to be lifted in front of your consciousness and everything. But, uh, but in essence, every human being is, is there are no limitations. The only one limitations that you have are self-imposed. Hope I stated that correctly. Anyway, <laughs> you don't have any. There aren't any limitations. A human being is a limitless, limitless creature. The only limit, limits you have are those that you think you have, those that you have imposed on yourself, those that come from lack of experience, lack of knowledge, things of that nature. But your capacity, your potential, is infinite. Is infinite. I think that's the word I was looking for. Your potential. But potential unrealized is a wasted life. All right, my brother. Let me go on. I got one more call I got to take, and I got to get off, right? All right, let me go to 11111. Somebody got their number blocked out. No, but I, I don't have my number blocked out. The phone company oh. does that. I don't know why. Every, every, uh, I've been trying to get that straightened out or whatever. 
I don't know what's going on with that. I'm not blocking my number. Oh, it's okay. It's cool. You know? I mean, I get callers like that all the time. They, you know, ain't no big deal. I, I just, I'm looking at a whole bunch of <laughs> numbers now. You know, about <laughs> ten, fifteen people I, got I the same thing. Say, no big um, deal. <laughs> I, I know, but what's you going know, on? People think, um, no, it's just strange that people won't pick up a restricted number or a block number, like you know. I don't know, like they just scared of who who on the other line and all this stuff. But <laughs> the point I was getting at, I mean, you you noticed that, right? Yeah, I mean, I've been doing answering restricted numbers since day one, <laughs> so ain't no big it, deal it, to me. You know, <laughs> right, right, but you know, that's a whole other paradigm. It, it's crazy because I just wanted to touch on if you can just get on a several uh, principles once again because the last show that you did. Uh, couple of months ago before you got off the air for a little while, it cut off when you go back and listen to it. And I like to listen to it while I'm on the road. Just go over the, um, if you could, just go over the seven principles real quick before you get off the air of mentalism. Okay. I, all that. I know you okay, were going earlier. The, okay, I'll go to the set. And also, I have an audio on YouTube that I that you should download that I go over all of it in depth. It's the Natural Art Law Hour. It's on my YouTube channel. You can download it, and that's probably what you're looking for. I think I did a very – I think it's the best job that I did, but I'll go through it briefly for you. There are seven principles that if you master, you can read any religion and understand anything that is uh, – anything, anything spiritually related on this planet, okay? The first one principle is mentalism. All is mind. You live in a sea of mind. Everything that you see in creation is a byproduct of an original thought or thoughts that are coming from a source, what people call God and so forth. And you live in this sea of mind, okay? So everything originates with mind. This is how you are in the image and likeness of what they say of God because you have the ability to do the same thing. Just as God created the universe, you can create your own universe, Okay? I, the same thing, you have the same capacity and so forth with the limitations that I stated earlier in place based off of your, you know, lack of knowledge, lack of experience, but your potential is infinite. Your capacity to create is infinite, okay? But this requires effort on your part to keep learning, but the universe is mental. That is important. That's the first principle. Understand it. All is mind, right? God is like a universal mind, is what you have. And this is why they say God is all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-present. Everything that I just said is mind. You live in a sea of mind, okay? The next one is the law of correspondence. As above, so below, okay? All of the planes correspond with one another, okay? This is why someone can say, I can look at your physical state and read your spirit, okay? Because the physical is a manifestation of what is going on in the mental and spiritual plane. Because nothing manifests on this physical plane without first going through those two planes. So this is why they say you can look into the unseen by examining the seen. I can look into the world that I can actually touch, taste, feel, smell, and so forth and make determinations of reason what is going on in the invisible world. Because in the invisible world, everything in the visible world is a byproduct of what goes on in the invisible world. So as above, above is the mental, so below is the physical, okay? So they are connected with each, they correspond with one another. 
This also goes into the law of attraction. All right. Above would be your thoughts. Below would be the physical manifestation. As above, so below. As above, so below. As your thoughts are, as a man think of, so is he. Same statement. As above, so below. As a man think of, so is he. Those are the same statements. Those are the same statements. Okay, it's called the law of correspondence. Okay, the next one is vibration. Everything is moving. Okay, this has already been proven by science that anything that you look at in physical creation is vibrating. That right there, the intelligent person who thinks would then uh, make the connection with words and thought. Because before you have a word, you have a thought. You don't speak before you think, okay? Your words come out of your mouth after a thought has been initiated. And that thought is a vibratory frequency that goes down into the universe that comes back to you in like kind. So thoughts are things. Thoughts as above, so below. The thought, it manifests. It manifests as a vibration. Creation cannot come about unless there is movement. In the Kabbalion, they uh, describe it as the undifferentiated and the differentiated. Things differentiate themselves from God once there is movement. Once there is movement. So, thus, you have in your uh, religious text, be and exist, kum fayakum, in the Quran. And in the Bible, you have, in the beginning, God said, let there be light. Light and sound frequencies are reciprocals of each other. Okay? So now we have vibration. Then we have rhythm. Uh Huh? I apologize. I said, let me ask you this. So it's just a study of it's just a study of a different alchemy when you're dealing with light and magnetism. Just for that, dealing with vibrations and sounds. Everything has a polarity. You can only if you look at the alchemists, um, they talk about that. Um, everything has a polar opposite, which I'm gonna get to is polarity. Uh, in other words, you can't turn gold into copper because copper is not okay. the polar opposite of gold. You can only do an alchemical process on something that is its polar opposite. The same thing in thought, love and hate, or hot and cold, or soft and hard. Okay, everything, there's a duality in the universe and everything is its polar opposite, and you can only transmute that or do an alchemical process on that which matches. Okay, so this is the, this is the alchemy. Now, the mental alchemy is changing from one mental state to another, and this is why in some... Um, initiation circles you have to do uh, they initiate you you have to do you have to be honest you have to be honest with yourself you have to look at your deficiencies your character flaws and you have to write them down and examine them and then as you list them each one of those character flaws has a polar opposite that is what you concentrate on you start focusing okay if, if you're a coward start write that down the opposite of that is courage then every day you focus on courage And it's the same process that I stated earlier. We're getting the millions of dollars. It's the repetition and programming the subconscious mind that would change your character through repetition. But you have to identify the the defects and then root them out. And how you root them out is through repetition. In religion, they tell you to pray. Prayer works. I, I would never have anything against prayer. Prayer works. And group prayer is even more powerful. Okay, because now you have a collective that are sending out the vibratory frequencies, but they have to understand the science behind prayer of what what is happening with prayer. But prayer is an emotion mixed with the vibratory frequencies, both of the necessary elements, 
that are going out into the universe, bringing about a certain effect. The walls of Jericho, they marched around the wall, uh, was it for seven days, and chanted, and then the walls came tumbling down. Okay, well, this is what you do. There's a wall around your subconscious mind that's been um, calcified, if you will. Okay, and if you want that to come tumbling down, you need to march around it and chant and bring it down. Okay, and this goes into rhythm, which is the next principle. It's rhythmatic because everything is a principle. Everything has to be done in a rhythm. Okay, there's a rhythm in the universe, a season for all things. You know, every year you see the earth go through a certain rhythm, all right, through all the seasons and so forth. But it's the same thing with anything. There's a rhythm involved in it of this frequency, of this vibration, this frequency and everything has a rhythmic frequency. And this also gives rise to all the different textures and different things that you see come into manifestation on the physical plane. So rhythm is a necessary component as well for you to understand. Next, after that, we have okay. polarity. As I was talking about earlier, everything has a polar opposite. There are two sides to everything. There are two sides to everything. Polarity, the masculine and feminine energy, right, and so forth. Okay, and then that's which leads us into the next thing, which is gender. Okay, gender, there's a masculine and feminine. There is an active and passive principle. This is a very important uh, 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 aspect to understand. Okay, this duality that exists within uh, the nature of God, that there is a masculine, because people say Father God, but what they'll say God is a he. Well, that's only talking about one aspect of God. You have a Father God and a Mother right. Nature. Okay, anything that is associated with something respect, uh, receptive is also always referred to in the feminine uh, aspect. Well, you say Mother Earth. She's called Mother Earth because you put seeds in her, and she will grow whatever you plant into her, okay? Mother right. Nature, okay? The cosmos, they say, that well, the cosmos is a womb. It is a womb, okay? But it's been impregnated with something coming from the masculine. And that impregnation will come either indiscriminately or discriminately. And this is why you have to become a master of your own mind. I, you have to dictate what will be received within the subconscious mind and not allow outside influences to do that. And it, those come from a number of different sources. They come from the television. They come from black magicians, people who can, people who have learned how to transmit thoughts to you. That can be done. Okay. And this is what right, psychic right. self-defense is all about. You have to learn to discriminate from when thoughts are coming from outside of you and when thoughts are coming from inside of you. And Tehuti talks about that in the Emerald Tablets of Thought, learning to be able to discriminate, okay? Am I thinking this or is this some outside influence? This also gets into what we're talking about, freedom as well. If you're being influenced by thoughts coming from an exterior source, you're not free, the only, true, the only free person who can be truly free is the person who's in control of himself. And that is what a God is. A God is anything or anyone who's in control. You reach the status of Godhood when you've learned total self-discipline and total self-control. Right, right, right. But wouldn't that be you would have to be the opposite of what's around you all day? Like I'm saying, like people with their cell phones, um, <laughs> let's just say um, an individual, say not you, but an individual, an individual will be subordinate work if they, don't, if they see something better outside of what the job is calling for. 
they can be considered as an outsider and be removed. You see how a lot of people, um, I don't know the last time you ever worked a job, but you know how you be at work and you have to follow the protocol of the job. But right. If you don't, then, you know, because you know, okay. you know, you're coming up with your own ideas. Well, the thing about it is this. Well, well, the thing about it is this. At the end of the day, what's important is what do you want? Okay, you can't worry. You you have no control. Only thing you have control over is yourself. So you have to declare what you want. And the reason why so many people go through so many of these things is they don't know what they want. In other words, either you're on the ocean with a sail or you're on the ocean without a sail. When, when you're on the ocean without a sail, okay, you become subject to whatever the wind and the waves dictate. When you have a sail, now you can direct your path, okay? So if you have not stated what you want to the universe, you're on the ocean without a sail. The universe will not respond to you until you make a decision, okay, a decision, okay. which is a masculine component. That's a ma- This is what they... You know, even look at it with men. Women will tell you, I like men who are decisive. That's a masculine right. quality. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. So you decide on what you want, and then you allow Mother Nature to do her work. Okay. You know, you, you impregnate her with your desire, and she will give you whatever you impregnate her with. So the thing is, is that what will happen, this is what will happen at your job. If you say, I want my own business or I want a different job. Let's just, just let's say you want a better paying job, and you you have declared this, and you have really focused on it. What may happen is you might come in and get fired. You might get fired <laughs> from your job, but the thing about it is, right. okay, this is where you have to maintain your emotion. Emotion is energy in motion. Okay, instead of getting upset, you should be. You know, happy because you're saying, wow, the universe is moving because how can you get the better paying job if you still at this one? Right. So you you in your mind, you have determined to evaluate and pass judgment on events that are happening in your life when the universe doesn't do that. The universe is doesn't discriminate. It don't look at things in terms of good and bad. All the universe knows is I got to get you away from this job so I can get you over to the stuff you want. And it's going to accomplish that. Right. The most, it's going to expedite that in the most harmonious and fastest way that it can. And if that requires you to get fired from this job, that's what. If you want another house, I want a bigger house. You might get evicted. All right? But the universe is moving. It's like, okay, I got to get you out of this house. You don't want to move yourself, so how am I going to get them out? Oh, eviction would be the fastest thing. Let me move him, and then now I'm going to start arranging things in his life to direct him over here to this bigger house with much more things because he'll be happier over here. Right, right. I, I understand, brother. I definitely understand. Uh-huh. And I, I, so I, if you're not happy, I guess my point is, if you're not happy where you're at, you choosing to be unhappy where you're at. <laughs> I understand. That's the whole Kanye uh, concept, I call it. I, I mean, he's telling that. the truth. I mean, you know, he's he's not saying anything that. I mean, you go listen to Esther Hicks. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, she she you know she's real good at it. go listen to your wishes, your commands. You know, by Kevin Trudeau, which I right. think is the best 
audio on the internet for the law of attraction period that's ever come out is your wishes, your command. I think it's the best by far. And then Esther Hicks comes in a very close second because she's very um, erudite in her understanding, her response that she's channeling. And I, you know, I have a tendency to really believe she is channeling, but at the same point, I do understand also that when you understand the principles, you are able to respond to questions very fast. Uh, you know, I learned in a book called right. The Initiation of Hermetics, where it said when you learn the principles, you should be able to answer any question because they all are associated with the principle. And I understand why that's true. At, even in, I read um, Judge Iredale, not Judge Iredale, but Judge, was not Judge Marshall. Um, it was the judge on the, um, on the Chisholm versus Georgia case. I went and read some of his work and uh, where he's talking to law students. The law students are saying, man, how am I going to learn all this law? It's too much stuff to learn. 